Welcome to the Ascended Cast. I'm John. This is your boy Shiloh. It's your boy Matt. And we got our boy Cody on today. Introduce welcome, yourself. Welcome. Cody the Squirrel Sessions. You may have heard of me. No, I know you heard of me. If you haven't, then you fucking up in life. <laughs> it's, right. it's okay. It's okay. You've been, you've been hiding under, under a rock. You know I'm saying? Uh-huh. So did Patrick, but he, at least he had a friend named SpongeBob. Mm. Uh-huh. That's the same. I respect that. And Gary. And Squidward. I love it. I like Gary. Yeah. Gary's the only one that didn't talk no shit in that show. Fuck playing. All, all, he was all about his actions. He lived a mime's life. Nah. <laughs> Gary was. Gary was always into some shit. Bro, Gary. And Gary was always yeah. getting to some shit. <laughs> Gary was about business. Gary was the enlightened one, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. In, in the library a lot of times. Yeah. He, no, I just remember like there was that one time like the jellyfish came and like took this fool and this fool was just flying like on the jellyfish and shit. Wasn't he like a king or something? Yeah. Live, live, yeah, like, they were, yeah, they were they were just, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, good to have you on. Definitely, we're, we're definitely gonna know you after today on this oh, yeah. podcast. Oh yeah, I'm exposing everything. I came okay, with two layers on. Mm-hmm. Not kidding. <laughs> I'm all looking at myself like, what are the layers going? Like, <laughs> you got shoes on. I got <laughs> Uh, it is but all right man obviously we had made the connection through you with matt you've been coaching matt for what how long now well matt's a little inconsistent and sometimes it's really consistent so it's a little up in the air but i'd say probably like a solid like four months four months yeah Yeah. all right solid yeah so matt give us a little background on that relationship when what brought you into the orbit of mr cody over here well initially i don't know do you remember um you were going out for a fight. Uh, I think it was like for the USA something. It was your oh uh, the Olympic qualifiers. Yes, 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 yes. And um, I remember you put out something for some support through like funding and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I sent you some uh, money for like coconut water and stuff. Yeah. And I, something just told me to do it. And then all of a sudden, like I'm like okay. I think I'm gonna start training. And then how did how did we after that? What was did we link up again at zero point first? We, we I I think we've known people like like similar people like mm-hmm. um, I think we have like friends and friends friends of friends and acquaintances and like similar groups. I think we met before like a couple of years ago or something like that. Maybe we cross paths. And mm-hmm. then because I remember when I started working at zero point, I was like, oh, we already we already knew each other. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't remember from where though, but we, I remember we I already messaging met. maybe. I think we had met in person, like at like an event or something like yeah. that, like had each other on social media or something. Cause I remember I already, I had already had you on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think it was maybe in talks of like exactly what me and you were doing with, uh, Taylor. Body work. Body work, so yeah, on and so forth. Yeah. So by the time that I had already came in there, we were already like familiar with one another. We had already been following each other on social media, kind of knew what we were about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. it just kind of all lined up. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a nice little because you got referred. You you got referred to uh, I, by yeah, somebody. Yeah, but um, by a friend Alyssa, who's in doing doing um, her med school in naturopathic medicine, and okay. she heard of Taylor, sent me there. Mm-hmm. So I went to zero point, and then one thing. Just domino effect. Domino effect. <laughs> That's nice. Mm-hmm. So then, um, you you've worked on that before? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Which we need a system up soon. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Down. But yeah, no, I, I've worked on them a couple times. 
Like, and uh, it's pretty interesting too because he's gotten to experience like in different like settings and things like that. And then like you kind of you felt the difference when mm -hmm. it was like with uh, all full intention and not off the cut or mm -hmm. off the rip. Like just like we had something to set up and then like oh I had some time you know mm -hmm. when we set some time aside and there was like full intention into it. It was like it was it was a good flow. Oh, that's nice. Um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a little bit, but yeah, we I, I generally work on it every every now and then. Oh, right, cool. Yeah, and then obviously you said that he comes to you. He's on not consistent. Well, no, no, he's, yeah. he's just on and off as yeah. of recently, just because he's had a lot of things going on in his life. He just, he just got his um, he just got his license, right? Your, as as a massage. Yeah, as a massage, license, massage therapist. therapist. Um, so he's going to school. So it was, no, it was just it was just finding time between the schedule, yeah. and then he's acclimating towards like getting a bunch of new assessments, new clients at the gym. Oh, so. Good. There's moments and times and where I fucked my hip up. That's what. That's oh what yeah, was. that's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. He that, messed up his hip. That was two months. Yeah, two months. That motherfucker. No, I, I remember that because uh, we were supposed to do a podcast. Yeah, and then he could even come to the podcast because it was that bad. I couldn't yeah. drive. Yeah. Like it was, I could not drive. If I would have drove, I would have crashed. Damn. Like I was like fucking. It was that right hundred. side. Yeah, what was that? It was the right side, right? Yeah, it was yeah, the So they used the left. That's crazy. And you know what's wild too is that that happened literally the week before I was supposed to move. Like I was moving the next week. Oh, shit. And so I was like, oh, okay, I gotta get better by next week. And like, dude, I was just loading up on edibles and like pain, and then uh, what was that? Muscle relaxers. You're on the Uncle Randy diet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on a cool diet. But, you know, I, I stayed hydrated and stuff like that. But um, yeah, dude, I had to like power through that shit. And then like, you've been I, there for months, dude. It was mainly just like the nerve was just like fucking up my the skin, like from the top from the top of my toes to the top third of my shin was just like it felt raw. Like it felt like if I were to like put a sock on, it's like raw skin. Like it was like it was like very like uh, oddly like harsh. It was like inflamed, or was it more like? Yeah, it was yeah. A, it was it was a fucked up nerve up here yeah. in my hip. So it caused more. And it went down all the way to my toes. Oh, mm. So it, it radiated from my uh, like my whole ass cheek was hurting at first. So and was, was it the IT band or the perineal nerve? I think it, it. I think it was the peroneal nerve. Because the peroneal nerve runs up through your calf. Well, it ran down through my quad and down the front of my shin and then up on the top of my foot. It wasn't on the bottom. It wasn't on the back half. It's like right on the outside of your shin bone. Yeah, it was like yeah, right on the outside, up on the top of my feet. So like, I tried to like nudge a little baby dog away, like because it was like pawing at me and it was fucking hurting. And it was I was like, ah, oh, get off me. And then that shit almost like fucking put me down. Like the weight of the dog on my foot. Like it was just like that, like it was that uh, sensitive. Right yeah. So yeah, that's why it took about two months to get back and be able to kick a bag, you know, but I, I just took a, a lot of time to become aware in that and figure out my body and figure out why the fuck I fucked up, mm -hmm. but circling back to Cody. That's good. So he's back in it then. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. We just got done training. They came right here. Perfect. So, well, man, yeah, it gives a little back and forth. Obviously, uh, your coach. Mm -hmm. You also fight as well. Yes, so it kind of gives like how you got into the fighting like game and just in general. Um, fight game. I mean, I I wasn't doing it like when I was super young. I was moving around a lot, uh, bouncing around from like homes to homes. But when I actually started in foster care, I started kind of like getting into some more scraps and getting into some street fights and kind of bumping heads with a lot of people that I was like living with. Um, 
a lot of little fuckheads that I was living with. So it was just like, I, I was like one of the younger guys. I was like 11, 12 years old, like fighting 15, 16, 17 year olds. Yeah. So like, I kind of realized like, okay, maybe I got something here. Like, don't be wrong. They weren't all like big and buff or whatnot. Yeah. But I was like, I'm fighting like, to me at that point, we're grown men. And I was like, huh, like something's going on here. Like, I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I can defend myself. That's cool. Cause I felt like I needed to. And then um, gotten a couple couple fights at school. Um, and then when I started high school, I started wrestling. And then from wrestling, I had a little chip on my shoulders, kind of just bouncing around a lot, still a lot of uncertainties in life and my living situations. Um, I'm extroverted to the max. So I had a lot of friends, had a lot of like people I considered family, you know what I mean? People that I still keep in touch with to, to this day throughout school, high school, middle school, whatnot, different schools. Um, but with me being extroverted and very... Um, opinionated and I'm kind of like a type A personality. I'm, I could come off abrasive. I'm definitely disagreeable. And I'm a smaller white dude that was like in San Bernardino, oh, Highland, yeah. Fontana, Rialto, whatnot. So a lot my, my, my personality clashes with a lot of people. Okay. Um, and so I've, I've gotten some, some more street fights than I was wrestling. So I was, felt even more uh, capable and then from wrestling, one of my uh, one of my high school coaches, one of the assistant coaches, actually had seen one of my fights on YouTube, and I was going to get into some trouble about it, but I ended up not, which is cool. But he pretty much pulled me aside and was like, "Look, like I've seen this fight from you, I've seen this fight from you, I've seen this fight from you. Like these two got pulled off YouTube. He's like, you're fighting like all the fucking time. He's like, you're either gonna get like stabbed, beat up, fucking jump, some stupid shit. You know what I mean, yeah. hurt, go to, go to jail, something." Um, he's like, if, he's like, and if you want to fucking fight, like I'll teach you how to fight. He's like, I'm watching these videos. You know how to fucking fight. And I had to chip my shoulder. I'm like, oh, well, I'm winning these fights. Like, yeah, but you fucking suck. He's like, he's like, I'm, like, he's like I'm in here fucking you up. He's like, so can you fight somebody that actually can fight? Do you want to learn or do you want to just keep fighting fucking kids at school? I'm like, oh well, all right, I'd be more constructive with my time. Um, and so he was actually a black belt in Wing Chun. So okay. I so I started training with him in Wing Chun. Mind you, he was my wrestling. He was a, one of my wrestling coaches. So. Wing Chun is pretty much Muay Thai striking. You're able to punch, elbow, knee, kick. You have joint lock submissions, basic self-defense things, right? Uh, some jiu-jitsu. You know what I mean? It's not like rolling doing jiu-jitsu, but like based off when somebody grabs you, you twist the wrist or whatnot, manip- manipulate manipulate small joints and so on and so forth. So And then we wrestled. So it's pretty much MMA. Yeah. We were in MMA gloves, so on and so forth. So I'm going, okay, like I'm digging this. And then I started kicking. So he wasn't really teaching me too much, too much how to kick. It was more so like incorporating them. Um, and I was just learning through natural athleticism. I was born as an athlete. You know what I mean? I was always in sports, stayed, stayed athletic and stayed moving the body. So I, kicks kind of came natural. Um, fell in love with that. So I was like, man, like now, now I was going from like street fighter, like want to be like poser. Yeah. I'm Mr. Badass or I'm willing to fight at the drop of a dime. Um, to now I want to like find a gym I want to I want to train but mm-hmm. through that I was um I was bouncing around a lot I was homeless a little bit in high school I'd been emancipated when I was like 15 and a half oh, okay. came back came back into uh the system so that that happened like my sophomore year or middle middle of freshman year going into my sophomore year I was training with him doing wrestling so on and so forth ended up getting into like a bad little street fight which ended up with me getting like jumped and like stabbed a couple times. Oh, damn. So then mm, so they finally got you. Yeah. They finally yeah, were like, yeah. Oh, really? yeah. But, um, I was, I was actually fighting for one of my like 
little homies. He had, okay. got, he had got like pressed in the wash right there behind San Gregorio High School. Mm-hmm. And somebody like, oh, okay. yeah. somebody like pretty much pocket checked him and his, uh, his little brother um, that were like walking through the wash because he walked to get his little brother or nephew or whatnot from a, a middle school. And these guys like pretty much took their hats, took their phone, um, t- took a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, all right. So we walked over there. Um, he pointed them out. I was like, hey, so, so on and so forth. Beat one dude's ass. And then, mind you, I'm a small white dude. You know what I mean? And they're like, you go with that white boy dude. So I did him in. I went a little over the top. I was like hitting him on the ground. His braces were like coming out of his out of his mouth. So like somebody cracked me, got, got me off of him. Somebody, this is in the, right across the street from my apartments. I was in the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, on baseline, and it was the mountain, the mountain views or the mountain, the mountain breezes, um, and then right across the street, like were other tan apartments. And so somebody jumped over. I was like head on the swivel. I was getting pushed over. Apparently, I got stabbed there. Oh, and so that that wasn't that wasn't the best. Um, I've been like stuck before in like another situation there as well, like with some other fucking guys <laughs> in the back of those same apartments. Yeah. But um, just not doing a lot, a lot of good. I was relatively like homeless at that point. I was emancipated, but my dad was um, pretty much running amok, doing his own thing, and he lost the apartment, and I was still living in the apartment. I had to break into other apartments and like sleep on the floor. I was pretty much ditching, ditching school because I was Damn, just like, yeah. yeah. So I was falling behind. There's lots and, of going on in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I go to the hospital. They need like a parental, a parental guardian, because because I'm like, oh yeah, I tripped and I fell. They're like, yeah, well, we need like your like your parental contact, like, yeah. like you're a minor, and like we, we can tell this is what happened. I'm like, well, whatever. Um, luckily, I didn't need uh, I didn't need to like, get any stitches or anything like that. Um, I was able to kind of like get glued up. And aside, I mean, aside from that, like I went back to my apartments and I went back to my same apartment that I had gotten that we'd gotten evicted from, and I was still sleeping in there ever so often, like on the on the carpet and I hear a knock on the door. This is in the morning the next day and it was CPS, but I didn't know it was CPS. I thought it was smash unit cause they're both wearing green for the County. And so oh, smash unit yeah. wears green, like smash unit came in there fucking plenty of times for my dad. Cause he was on probation and some more things. Um, that's another reason why he went AWOL cause he was like not trying to keep getting raped yeah. by smash unit. But, um, so I'm looking through, I'm like, what the fuck? Like this looks just like smash. Like open up Cody. I'm like, who is it? Like, just open up. It's the city, and I'm going, the city, I'm like, okay, this looks like Smash Unit, they're all in green, but Smash Unit comes in a unit, three, yeah. four, or five people, barely, this guy kind of like, soft, so I open the door, and he's like, hey man, like, like what's up? He's like, where's your dad at? I'm like, and then it said S- uh, SB County something, um, but I'm like, oh, dude, this feels like a social worker. Yeah. And he's like, you want to come with me? Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Went with him, got, got admitted right back into the system. Um, so then, cause I, st- I started my high school career at 80 Miller, um, halfway through that, I got emancipated sort of with my father and living by myself and whatnot in San Bernardino. Then I came back halfway into junior year, my junior year, I believe, um, finished, went back to a, a foster home in Fontana, went back to 80 Miller. Oh, okay. So, circle. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never cities, a lot of different places, but t- only two high schools, which is amazing. Um, Went back to, went back to AB Miller, and then from there uh, I was awarded through the court through the court systems like mandated um, memberships for like to 
keep me out of trouble. So I was like, look, like, I want to box. So then I started boxing at Fontana Boxing Club. Okay, cool. Um, and then like I had a little bit of an amateur career as boxing for a good like year. And then, okay, like I like this, but now I want to kick people. Like I was still doing wrestling on and off like a couple months out of the year, off-season wrestling, not competing during during the season, but just wrestling with the team off-season for like two, two three months. Okay. So just embracing the grind a little bit and enjoying it as a sport. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't fall in love with it. Where I was like, oh, yeah, I want to wrestle. Eh, like, it's cool. Like it's cool, but like it was like there, I, I like, there, I, I like the workout. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to like yeah. I wanted to get down. I, I, I like striking. always have. Um, so I found the boxing club. From the boxing club, I, I caught back up on all of my school credits. I was I was behind a little bit. Um, ended up doing credit recovery classes and then getting extra classes so I can get ahead. Did summer school for those two years. And then um, from that, got ahead. And I only had like four classes my senior year. Okay, Technically, nice. it already yeah. graduated. Wow. But I was just staying on staying on the book so I could walk with my class. Yeah. But I was done with all my core curriculum classes by my oh, by man. my senior year. At the turnaround. That's yeah, crazy. that's a crazy yeah. turnaround. Yeah. And so that last like two years, I was really uh, I after after Fontana Boxing Club, I went to Millennia MMA, and so I was at Millennia for a few years. Um, actually, there was a point in time where they intertwined. I was at Fontana Boxing and Millennia because. They were both letting me train for free at one point in time because I showed a lot of potential and I was yeah. very consistent and I was good work for the other people in there to fuck up and vice versa. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, started at Millennia and I mean that the rest is history. I wanted to do MMA right away, but I was underage. So for camo, you you weren't able to compete if you were under eighteen, but I was able to do full contact Muay Thai. So I started just getting fights, getting fights, getting fights, getting fights, getting fights, fighting for belts, fighting for belts, like immediately. So I just stuck with it and just kept with the striking program. By the time I turned 18, I got my own apartment in Upland. Um, and I was still still training at Millennia, still doing my thing, still actively competing. Um, at that point, I was able to transition into MMA, but I had really kind of neglected the grappling as well as I had gotten so much experience for the striking and for Muay Thai and fell in love with it. Like I just kept running with it. By the time I was 20, I turned pro. Um, at, at 20, I turned pro and also was coaching at UFC Ontario. So I was running a striking program there. Um, and then 21, no, 20, 23, 24, I've been there at UFC Ontario now for three, four, four or five years, somewhere around there. Um, and then I opened up my own gym with a business partner of mine, Kyle Delbridge. We had opened up our own gym, um, Cal State Combat Athletics in San Dimas. I moved into that gym. We were there. Some things with the the who we're releasing from, like who is running out the the space or whatnot, was a little quirky. As well as like the whole COVID restriction bullshit was coming coming into play at that time as well. His name is LA County, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, throughout the um, time, like right there by Lake Lindora. Yeah. Um, I relocated to Moreno Valley. I opened up my own uh, small gym in Moreno Valley, and I was running a program at Heart and Pride Muay Thai in Ontario, and then I was a full-time trainer at Fitness 19 in Moreno Valley. I was actually oh, the, they brought me in to teach Muay Thai, actually, as well as personally train. So I was the first person like, Fitness 19 to be like a Muay Thai instructor. You were like, hybriding it, yeah. They're all, they're all, they're all over them. Yeah. So like, now you go to Fitness 19s, or somebody doing boxing, somebody doing kickboxing, oh, that's somebody dope. doing Muay Thai. I'm like, yeah, that's... That was me. So when you see them, they're like, hey, I was the one that made this. I was the one that ordered it. Well, not necessarily. It was actually my uh, my fitness director. She's, oh, was, she's okay. the one that put that into effect because she told them she wanted me there because um, she had come train with me at uh, 
at Cal State Combat Athletics, me and Kyle, and she's like, dude, I would love you to be at Fitness 19. It didn't work out for some time because I was running my own businesses. But when I actually, when I ended up relocating to Marino Valley, she was right in Marino Valley. She's like, "We need you here." So it just Damn, okay, yeah, it worked. That, wow, it just worked. It's funny how networking looks to that too. Like yeah. you never know when someone's gonna come back and be like, "Hey, we got an opportunity for yeah. you here." Yeah. So uh, her name is Patricia. So shout out Patricia. She uh, she did a lot, and then that that was a success. And then I ended up uh, getting that gym shut down in Marino Valley, or not necessarily shut down, but I had to move, and it was where I was located. It was where I had the gym, so had to relocate the gym and wasn't going to do that for that time. Uh, XFit had reached out to me and a lot of people had thrown my name in the hat saying like, he's a, he's a good coach. I highly recommend bringing him on. Their Muay Thai program was like two or three people strong, maybe one or two. Like there was really nobody there. Um, showed up that same day that I talked with him. I ran a class. My, that class was like 22 people. I just like wow. made, made a couple posts, hit up a couple of my guys. I already had them actively training throughout the whole COVID situation at my home gym. So everybody was actively training. Okay, yeah. And so a couple, couple texts in a group chat and everybody was right at that spot. And they're going, oh, yeah, this is solid. So I've been there for almost three years now. Okay. You've been there. That was my question. Yeah. So you've been next for three years? Yeah. Because how long has Extra been around for? I feel like it's been, been around for like yeah. more than a decade. Uh, it, it's been at different locations. It? But it's always been like a... It's always been like a top. Spot. Okay, I, guess, I know it's been up there on the hill for probably well at least like ten years now, right? Probably around there, probably like eight years or something. Eight like years, that. okay. Because I remember when they first opened up. Uh, <coughs> we were in high school, weren't we? We were at least in high school when they first opened up. Yeah, if it was eight years. They are no, just out of high school. Yeah. Just out of high school, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, that place is always is had good like people. They're good talent there, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty cool spot to be at right now. Yeah, I, I really dig it. They treat me like family. They um, they give me and my team a good spot to train. And, um, yeah, they, they let me run my program. And That's dope. It, it's solid. I have no complaints. They, they've dope. been an amazing, like, per, like gym to partner with. Okay. So, yeah, no. They're, they're yeah, they crazy. seem like they have a lot of good fighters coming out of it, too. I always see, like, a lot of the fighters coming out. Always seem like they're doing well or they got they got fights lined up. So. Yeah. No, the, the only one running the fight team, too, right now is, is me. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, they have jiu-jitsu, like, competitors from the jiu-jitsu team, but the only guys, like, fighting outside of boxing are for me. Damn. So, yeah, MMA, okay. Muay Thai, kickboxing, yeah. That's all me. Oh, that's all you. Okay, that's dope, then. Oh my guys! Like yeah, they're all you're okay, cool. Work. But like that, that yeah, yeah, I run that program. I want to get all the fights and so on and so forth. Well, the crack, that's just you, man. I see nothing but like yeah, top we, guys coming out of that. Yeah. A lot. Like I think since I've been there, we've gotten like seven or eight champs. Damn. Yeah. The last couple of years. That's crazy. Damn, how how is that feeling being a coach and like and like coaching a champion? You know, like 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 you know, seeing somebody and then getting them to that point. Like from a coach's perspective. How do you feel, you know, seeing one of your guys raise that bell or, or, or accomplish something of, of that feat for you? Um, very gratifying. I mean, the, I mean, the big thing is to, when, or at least in my perspective, like to coach is not to get you as good as me, but to make you better than me if I can, right? Not everybody's like world-class athlete or whatnot, but also if I can't do that, at least give you some ability to make this a part of your life. Whether you do this and can train people, do this and open up your own gym, do this and show your loved ones or teach your own kids or nieces and nephews how to defend themselves, do this and find a love for a hobby that's actually good for your health and good for those around you, Um, hopefully instill to not be an enabler and be a pussy, you know what I mean? Instead of pulling out your phone and quick to call the police, like, 
have it in you to be willing and capable, like step into a situation or an altercation where it need where where shit needs to be done. Um, big thing I think is wrong with the world right now. A bunch of enablers, people quick to grab a smartphone when they're a dumbass. It's like dude, just quit being a pan- panic button. Yeah, right away, do what the hell needs to be done. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, aside from that, it's a lot of good, well-intended humans that bust their ass. No, nobody in there is like relatively has a, has an easy life. Like everybody's working nine to fives. Everybody's working at warehouses. Everybody has a daytime job. Everybody has to grind, right? Everybody has bills to pay. Um, everybody's in, a, in school or do, doing something with their lives and they want to be there and they want to work hard. Like you can ask Matt, like I don't, I don't enable like bullshit work ethic or shitty technique. Like not nah, like if you're not doing the, doing the, uh, even doing the warmups, cool, do, do the warmups for a fucking hour. I'm not going to teach until you do the simple shit right. Like we're not going to go to C if you if you're fucking off on A and B. We're not working backwards. So like mm. until you make this like the back of your hand, we're not stepping forward. So it's like when I see guys get those belts or whatnot, it's exciting, it's invigorating, it's gratifying. But at the same time, I'm not surprised. Like I see these guys put the fucking work in. You know what I mean? I see guys putting in 30, 40 hours in the gym when I'm working 30, 40 hours, and I'm not surprised at that point. I'm going, yeah, like I'm I'm going to turn you into a champion. And like, it feels good to be able to keep my word, but at the same time, it's not, it's two sides of the coin. It's not just my coaching. It's expectation. It's, well, it, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's their, it's their discipline. It's their dedication to the craft. It's their respect to the game. Yeah, man. I tell everybody, like, if you give this the time and the respect it deserves, like try with me for six months, I'll change your life. So it's like real simple, real simple. And the guys that have done that go, yeah, I did. <laughs> Again, yeah. most people too don't want to go in there and fight. Most people want to go in there. Yeah, I heard you have a gym. Heard it's a good program. Want to try it out? Kind of like put, Which put my feet in like the water. Foot, foot out. Yeah, no, yeah. just kind of like I want to try it out. I just want to put my foot in the water. Okay. Normally, after three months, like, I right, what do I have to do to compete? Normally, after six months, they have a fight or two. You know what I mean? By like, we're coming out a year. People are like, yeah, I want to be a champ. Or I'm getting ready for a belt. Or like, people are already fighting for belts. Like Jason Granado has been with me for a little longer than a year. Been 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 with me his whole amateur career. And is already fighting for a second for a second belt in a second sport. So he's already a kickboxing champion. He's six and zero. He's undefeated in Muay Thai and kickboxing. He has five knockouts. Um, he's like eighty six percent knockout ratio. And then I mean he's fighting grown ass men too, like 28, 30, 35 year old grown ass men um, with double triples experience. He's fought the number three in the nation um, and knocked him out in like a minute and some change. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like it, it's it's. With stepping stones, things I've told them we're going to do. I have CJ, Clarence Watson. Um, he's 15 and 4. We just went to New York, fought for a WBC belt. Oh, um, and they want us back. They've been looking for a fight for myself as well. It's like like these guys that have been just entrusting in me, trusting the process, respecting the process, and then like reaping the benefits, reaping the rewards. So it's like, yeah, that's we, have, we have a whole that's team dope. of killers. That's dope. <laughs> so my, my, my main question would be like, as a coach, mm-hmm. How do you feel like that translates into like your own fighting, like your career and your like your skill set? Because it's like one thing where like you're constantly working on your on, for yourself, but when you're out there teaching others, helping others, like do you feel like that helps your game a little bit more? Or sometimes like I know some people like they get pulled in so many directions, like it, it, it could also hurt their game a little bit. I feel like it helps my mental game. It sometimes does. It, it doesn't really help my physical game okay. all the time because I'm. Reason and what I mean by that is I'm not the one training. I'm not I'm not the focal point of those training sessions, right? Or of these classes, it's the team. Yeah. So I'm not the one physically getting the work, but mentally I'm constructing a way to make things. 
be cohesive and make sense and correlate to others, whether you're new or professional or anywhere in between. You know what I mean? So it's helping me break things down, analyze technique, right? Pinpoint and find details that need to be structured so that people can understand, understand and practice good technique and then make it their own after that. So mentally and being able to demonstrate, having to demonstrate and provide examples and metaphors and analogies for different people to make things click and register um, is beautiful. Uh, physically, I don't get as much physical work as they do because I'm teaching. Yeah. But um, I mean, there's, there's a yin and yang to everything. Um, but aside from that, I mean, I, I love it. I, like, I, I tell everybody I'm not like a coach that fights. I'm a, or I'm not a fighter that coaches. I'm a coach that fights. Okay. So it's like I'm a coach first, and I happen to just fight still really just to lead from the front. Like okay, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm younger. I'm able-bodied. You know what I mean? I like to just compete just to say, like, hey, like the videos, like the fight, like I'm practicing what I preach. You know what I mean? I'm not a hypocrite. Uh, I'm, I'm leading from the front. You know what I mean? I'm not saying do one thing and me doing another. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm not going to tell you to do 300 knees in practice and me not be able to fucking do them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm not, not going to tell you do do this. I want I want I want these prerequisites made for me to find you a fight, and then me get a fight and not do those same fucking prerequisites. I'm not speaking out of my ass. I'm showing yeah. you like I walk the walk because I talk the talk, and vice versa. So it's like if I'm if I'm giving you a guideline for success, it's because I've done it myself or learned from not doing it myself. So yeah, I mean leaders lead from the front. Yeah, I, I think I think I like there's too. too many pussy ass coaches or trainers that don't compete that. I don't, if you don't compete, you can still train people. Yeah. But I find it a little off-putting if you don't compete, haven't competed, haven't been through battle, and you have the audacity to lead somebody into battle. Yeah. That's a little different. That's mm. a little off-putting. You no, 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 that's very true. Like that's like, even like in the military, like a lot of people have a hard time because like there's some generals. Or yeah, some, no, don't be a general. Yeah. If, you, if you if you haven't seen war, don't you yeah. yell in my face, homeboy? Especially if I have. Yeah, that, that's the difference. If I have. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, it, you know no. what I mean? It's, it's so, apples uh, and oranges, yeah. bro. No, <laughs> that's what, no, that's what my dad was. So my dad, when he served over time in Iraq, like one of the things that really crushed me coming back was like. There'd be dudes that were in the offices the whole entire time, yep. not doing anything, like telling them all, like, you're not doing this right, you're not doing this. Yeah. And he's just like, you're not out here. Like, how do you, how do you even know, like, you're not even out here? Put your dick up. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> no, I, I get that, too, because just like you like you said, you can't lead someone to a war if you've never even been in a war, never been, never been in a battle. Yeah, never been in a battle. Never, you never shed blood. So yeah. it's like... How are you, you going to tell somebody to respond in those situations or to that anxiety or whatever? And you never, you know, you felt yeah. it for your fucking self. Like, shut up. The fuck? Tell, yeah. me, tell me to hit this dude. You know, you better fight. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, yeah. I have a lot of animosity about shit like that. No, not I, I animosity, but just like, I'm, I'm definitely. It's very uh, hypocritical. Yeah. It's very hypocritical. Like, because I see it a lot in the community and people aren't upfront about it. Yeah. Like, hey, just to let you know, I, th I think you should give somebody like a disclaimer. Like, hey, look, mm -hmm. I'm more than willing to find you fights, more than welcome to do this, whatnot. Just to let you know, I haven't done that myself. So this is new for me. If you tell somebody that, yeah. all right, cool. And they can make that executive decision rather than giving off the illusion yeah. that you're like, head honcho, you've done this and you haven't. It's like, bro, come on. And this is where like, I think like having uh, a team is important because I, I, I do believe that everyone has like a certain skill or a certain like quality that they're really good at. Mm -hmm. So maybe someone hasn't fought. But they have some kind of quality that they can give back. Absolutely. But I think it's important, like, hey, like you said, like, I don't have someone in my team or my camp that hasn't gone to that war or hasn't gone in that battle. 
I'm doing like I'm doing it injustice because how are we ever gonna be able to relate to that? How are we ever gonna put you in a position yeah. where you have that resource from somebody that that's done that and, yeah. and been through it? So it's like, it's like like do you want to call a plumber that got like certified from doing questions online or somebody that has like on the job experience mm-hmm. and knows how to fucking fix some pipe? Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah, like, that's fact. You know what I mean? It's like not saying you might not know your shit, but it's like there's a different way that this guy's gonna go about it as opposed to you, mm-hmm. or vice versa. It's like there's going to be a different method of the madness. There's going to be different ways to problem solve on the fly. You know what I mean? There's going to be different ways to react to certain situations. Like, oh, this wasn't on the fucking test. Like, oh, I mean, this happens every house if you twist it like this. I'm going to – Yeah. I know what to do. You got yeah. – I've seen this a hundred times. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, I don't know. Experience is the most important like form of knowledge to, mm-hmm. to, to me. You know what I mean? A lot of people think that I'm older than I am or have throughout life. It's like – life experience yeah like you actually go through some shit you do some things you know what i mean you have some stories you have some shit to talk oh, about yeah. it's like oh wow this person's been around the block once or twice nobody's a 30 year old that didn't go to school didn't travel the world didn't didn't do anything didn't do sports never had a coach didn't listen to yeah. their parents or whatnot just fucking sat at home all day fucking work a nine to five or like a like a warehouse job don't give a fuck about doing anything else you know what i mean they they don't even have stories. They don't even have things to talk about. There, there's no substance behind. There's there's no depth. Yeah. You know, dude, how are you thirty talking about like these people are young? You got you got nothing to bring to the table. Yeah, you can't even talk to a chick for two hours on a date. And say, oh yeah, well on Friday I was uh, tightening this bolt and fucking, <laughs> fucking Drew came in. He was trying to tighten the bolt too. We laughed. It's funny you say that though too because like one thing like I always tell people is like I'm glad I went to school because mm-hmm. some people are like it's very polarizing. Oh like hey you don't need a degree. <laughs> or she's like oh yeah you need a degree. And I'm, I'm always appreciative of my degree because it goes back to that experience. Um, and not so much like the education part of it, but being in that environment and having to like learn from different people or communicate mm-hmm. with different people, playing that game mm-hmm. of working with professors or working with classmates because now like in the real world, like those are skill sets that more pertains like everyday life because mm-hmm. you have to work with people or you have to talk with people, you have to communicate with people. And I feel like because I went to school and able to do that, it gave me uh, – a different kind of personality to work with because a lot of people in school, they're just like very like checklist. Mm-hmm. Like I need to do this, 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 and this, turn this in like that. And that's not how the world always works. And so people like, if they don't have their checklist done, they freak out, they panic. They're like, well, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. And so for me, it was like coming from a background of, okay, I'm working, I'm going to school, um, having like a little bit of a sports background, mm-hmm. um, just going through like figuring all these different things. Like it was a nice blend because now I feel like in the role I am now, it makes me a lot more uh, diverse and being able to like work with people. Absolutely. So that's what it's funny because the experience, like I said, like education was cool. Like, I learned a lot from like the books, the classes, but I feel like more than anything, it was the experience of just having conversations with people, um, working with people on projects understanding like different schedules understanding mm-hmm. different um different way people learn different way people like communicate and that, that's been giving me like a lot of being able to work because like if you don't communicate with people you're really doing yourself a disservice yeah like, you want to be a what, an ai yourself, yeah right? so it's not what you know it's who you know exactly you need to establish connections you need to have a good rapport with people you need to be, be on somebody some people's good side you need yeah to, you need to Rustle a couple feathers yeah. there and get that was the thing working like, right. having to work professors because yeah. sometimes like if that could be the determination of whether or not like hey I need some help and like if you had a good relationship with the professor the whole the whole oh, semester yeah. they're going to be a lot more willing to help you out than yeah. if you were just in the class all the whole time just here just not saying anything mm-hmm. not or not or not participating 
So it's, it's funny you said because yeah, yeah. you never know the game you have to play when it, when it comes to that. Exactly. And that's, that's more real life than anything. Yeah. Outside of fucking A, B, C, or D. It's like, no, nah, dude, like you make the right connection, you'll have some shit solid for exactly. you. Exactly. It's like, just grow your competence while you're maybe, maybe enabling yourself to have a shortcut. Make sure you're not ignorant on that shortcut. Make sure imposing your will and doing your due diligence to become more competent and capable so when that shortcut runs its runs its uh runs its course you go hot well i've been doing everything i need to so now if it if the the pedal hits the road or whatever like and i'm stuck in a harder situation i'm able to get through it yeah and use yourself use your use your words use use your personality or whatnot to create shortcuts i mean shit if you can yeah you know, make connections find, get get a like, like know somebody that works in a better spot to get you a different paying job, a higher paying job with a better, a better schedule to do the things you want. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, exactly. Like use that connection. Yeah, I still do that to this day. Yeah. Like I still do that to this day with like you said, knowing knowing what people have the power, what people can can do the pull the favors for you. So it's funny you say that. Yeah, it's really funny you said that because I know exactly what you mean. Like how how I'm applying that today. And, and currently, the, I mean, I think that's yeah. all of our goals without knowing it. It's like yeah. you want to be that person that somebody comes to because you have you have the plugs. Like yeah. I love connecting my guys. I, I love being that coach that like they're like, dude, like go to him. Not only is he a good coach, but like he's plugged in. Yeah, like he'll get you fights here. He'll get you plug. fights here. Yeah, the plug. The plug. <laughs> <laughs> like, he'll get you plugged in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he'll, 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 uh, he'll have other segues for other gyms or sparring opportunities or whatnot, to where you can really diversify. And, and really get um, a melting pot of knowledge and information and um, content around you. And it's like That's how we grow as people. It's like, yeah. like, get the fuck out of your echo chambers in whatever you do. So it's like, yeah, mm. get out a little bit. <laughs> Bro, I love that. Um, I, just had a, I just had a real quick thought because, you know, I was just thinking about your childhood, your upbringing, you know, all the trials and tribulations that you went through to become, you know, not only an athlete, but then a coach. Um, you, you did say you, you are an extrovert. I, I already know mm-hmm. you just by being around you, but people gravitate towards you, people love you, etc. cetera. Um, so one of my questions is you're always an extrovert, but how does, you know, going from... Not always. Oh, yeah, you're always. Okay. Nah, that, that's true. Not that's always. True. I find myself very reclusive around people that I get an awkward vibe off of or something like that. I kind of just like shut the fuck up. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah, that's like a protective, like a like a like a like your 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 instinct is kicking in. Like okay, like they don't need they don't they don't need to get this from me. Uh, I I I find myself honing in on their sincerity. Yeah, I'm the same way. I go okay, well, because I'm I'm judgmental. I think too many people lie and say like, oh, I don't judge. Oh, fuck you, I judge. Yeah. I judge like a motherfucker. Like I feel like I'm a good judge of character. So it's like that's through experience. Yeah. Like you need to judge or yeah. or like. No. I just I actually just told these two. It's funny because like mm-hmm. I've it took me a while to get there because mm-hmm. I wanted to be like oh no like I'm not, you got to get everyone a chance. That's dangerous, bro. Yeah, no, it is, and so that's why for me like I trust my gut instinct. And like when I have an off yeah. feeling or I feel like there's just something not right about it, my guard is up. It's your biology. My guard is up. It's yeah. Your biology. Is your, your body's telling you something yeah. for a reason, bro. Trust it to a degree. You know what I mean? And then do and then do your due diligence to make like an educated guess on why that response is happening in your body, your gut, your mind, whatnot. Like mm-hmm. nah, I'm 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 over here. I'll shut up around certain people. I'll go, mm-hmm. oh, no, that's why I feel that way about you. Okay, you said this. You talk like this. This this feels like the same person as this. and It's been this topic of conversation, and you've acted like this. I'm like, ah, oh, that's a red flag. You mean whether it be politics, whether it be religion, whether it be fucking something. You mean intersexual yeah. dynamics or the way yeah. they spoke to somebody in a different position than them. I'm going, nah, I don't like this. Like, I don't like this. You know what I mean? I'm going, okay, let me, do, let me just hear if uh, something will change that or – 
re- reaffirm what I already feel. And mm-hmm. so once, once I get a couple affirmations, like, no, nah, like, I'm not tripping, like, all right, cool. Like, I'll just remove myself from the situation. Or, yeah. if, or sometimes I get, like, conflicting views. Like, oh, you know what? Maybe I was – my guard was up or that was maybe personal towards me but not them as in their character overall. Like, okay, maybe I need to, like, spark a conversation yeah. or check my ego or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you, whatever it needs to be. Yeah, I'm really big on, like – and when I, when I do have my guard up, it's like, it's not like, okay, like, I'll have to shut this person down, but like, okay, I have to make my own judgment call on this. Like, yeah. because for like a long time, like, I would be like, hey, just, like, I talked to, I'd be with them, or I'd be with other friends, and if they had a weird vibe, like, how's this person? I'm like, oh, yeah, they're cool, like, they're fine. And I'm like, for real? And I'm like, all right, like, whatever, like, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll trust their input on it. And not to say like, whether or not they're wrong or, or they're denied like that, but like, I was like, you know what, I gotta start making my own judgments on people because, like, there's a reason why. My, like you said, your body, your spirit is telling you something like this. What what I've been learning though, and this is something new, but it's like even in those moments where you just get that that ick from somebody or whatnot, yeah. still remain cordial and don't. Oh fuck, yeah, and don't fuck up a potential. Once again, a potential shortcut. Because even those mm-hmm. people that deep down you might not fuck with, you never know. Sometimes they're fucking with you. They don't know how you feel towards them. Yeah. Like, oh, they'll offer out an opportunity. You go, wow, like I wasn't even fuck with you, and little did I know, like you were for me. You wanted me to succeed. Yeah. That's happened plenty of times just for me kind of biting the bullet and going, you know what, right now is not the time for me to shoot myself in the foot or interject with my two cents. You know what I mean? Maybe they don't want loose change right now. Yeah. Let me chill out. And then they go, something will come up from it later on, a different discussion or an opportunity. I'm going, wow, like, I'm really happy that I wasn't a cunt. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, or that, I, that I wanted to express my opinion so bad that it could have potentially mm. messed up something that turned into be something good. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. We all have I do get that. No, I've had that happen, so yeah, like, I get that 100%. Yeah. I like that, bro. That humanity. <laughs> you got me going right there. Man. You said you had a question, right? And I know, like, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. I did. But I love. No, no. I love where you went with that. But but to make a long story short, um, just on communicating, um, have you. How has your communication skills been from coaching when you first started, you know, when you're like 19, 20, et cetera, mm. towards where you are now? How has that progression been? How like, like what have you seen? Have you trained your people differently than when you first started before? I'm I'm definitely constantly growing. Um, when it comes to a, when it comes to me as a coach, not as like me as your homie or whatnot or like an acquaintance. Like when it comes to me as a coach, um, I'm definitely friendly and and loose and, and open out there. But I'm also I have a low threshold for bullshit. So I'm like, I think you could tell you, like, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with people chatting. I'm perfectly fine with people catching a vibe, yeah. laughing, right? But my thing is, like, for instance, we have warm-ups every day, like clockwork. And so I'll call, well, mind you, I'm not teaching kids there. I'm teaching grown-ass men, competent, capable adults. And if you want to take the class, I don't care if you're underage. I'm going to treat you like a competent, capable adult. I'm going to talk to you like a competent, capable adult. So if we're doing something simple like warm-ups that we do every day, you're fucking off. I, I don't I don't rub everybody the right way. Most people there understand the get down and how I am and what I'm expecting, right? Specifically because most of it's written on the fucking board, right? So yeah. it's like, for instance, if you're reading something and you're not doing it the way that it's written day by day or I'm changing something or I even put a disclaimer, I'm writing this, number one, do this first. Do this first because I'm seeing something in class. People don't want to do it. Oh, what? A, don't don't dare ask me a stupid ass question. Uh, that's another thing in, in this society. There's no such thing as a dumb question. That's bullshit. We're we're adults. We play for points. That shit stopped in fifth grade, bro. Like like, like there's there's plenty of dumb fucking questions. Like if you're asking me some shit that you read two times on the board that I write every day, fuck off. Don't waste my time and don't have the audacity to waste everybody else's time and look like this is a stupid class. 
Like, be a big boy. If not, sit the fuck down on the side, watch, and when you're ready to come in, call on in. But until then, like, make some executive decisions. Use your logic. Use your common sense. If you don't have it, this isn't the class for you or this isn't your day. Sit the fuck down. Chill out. Ask somebody else or reread some shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. teaching somebody, I, don't, I, I feel like I don't get flustered at all teaching somebody. Reiterating something after they've already done it right reteaching somebody the same thing that they've already done correct based off their negligence or their like need to like i don't know what it, like maybe what's that called like a love language like they need to get like retold something like reaffirm yeah, like, i'm like no nah, fuck all that like dude, this is yeah. fighting like, that like, if, you get, if, you, if you get that shit done the, the first one the first time the second time the third time the fourth time the fifth time and you're asking me for it again on the sixth time fuck you like there's other people that need like to hear this because they don't get it at all like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to like stroke your ego. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that's what a lot of people get fucked up with me when I'm coaching, because I am very friendly and I have a lot of great rapport with everybody on the team. Like I love my guys, I want to see them succeed. But I think there's moments where they look at me as their homeboy and like where it's like, nah, homie, like don't get it fucked up. Like I'm your coach right now. Like I love you as a person, but yeah. like, right now, like you need to like buckle down, shut the fuck up, and do what's on the board the right way so that we can get to this technique. Because, like, if not, you're going to fuck it up for everybody else in the class, and I'll have everybody else doing these same dumbass drills until you guys get it done like clockwork. And if you fuck up today, guess what? Tomorrow means why am I going to teach a technique that's D on the number line or, or, or the or the alphabet when you when you fucking up A, B, and C? We're not going to keep going further if you can't do the simple shit. So it's like I'm all about instilling competence, not a false narrative of confidence. This isn't a place where you pay for a fucking black belt as an 11-year-old and can't fight. no. no. You can't fight. You can't do this. You're going to be unsafe. You're going to be uncomfortable, and you're and it's going to be known by you and those around you. So for you and your peers, whether you're competing or not, whatever your personal goals are, let's not dick around. Let's get that work. Let's do it. Have a fucking great time. But there's too many people that bust their ass day in and day out. Pay a lot of money to be here. Travel very fucking far to be here for you to waste their time and my time. So let's kick it up a notch. That's like my ideology i think that's pretty accurate to where I've been. Like i like i like that it's a standard of your class. not just a standard for yourself but the class itself and i think that makes for an environment to grow like have fun yeah, yeah. like dude, yeah. i'm in there I i'm physically dancing like, we have so much fun though yeah like yeah. Dude, i have so much fun there but like i understand like you said when it when it's the switch of like from homie to coach and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's like, yes sir, you know, sir, absolutely, like get the fuck on, like we gotta make this shit happen. And I think from what it sounds like too is like you'll know right away whether or not someone's a good fit for your class or not. So I don't think you're that pretty, problem. pretty quick, yeah. pretty quick. And it's like you have a problem where you have a lot of people that are going to be like, no, I, I, I've like, turned, I've turned people down from coming yeah. to my class plenty, plenty. Oh, nah, I'm okay, man. Like, I know yeah. the school you come from. I've seen sparring footage of you. Like you're, you're very talented, but just your ideology, your sparring culture. Your, the gym politics you bring, I'm cool. Okay. I'm cool. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. There's a lot of weird shit. It's a very small, tight, niche community. So there's a lot of drama in gyms. There's a lot of like sparring culture. People try to knock people the fuck out. Even really? though they're like, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, there's, there's a majority of places where you go to spar or whatnot. It's not sparring. It's fighting. Yeah. And I'm going, I'm, I'm cool off that, bro. Like, is, like, is I, that serious? Yeah. It's, you can ask him. I teach a sparring culture. I teach people how to spar. We have yeah, conversations yeah. about it. I'll break things down. I don't spar with certain people just due to size and then being a little newer, whatnot. And like, but I break down the intricacies of why the un, the untold spoken like rules and body language that changes off a certain strike landed. You know what I mean? If that happens, don't let your fucking ego get you into a fist fight. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like not like, hey man, did I hit you too hard? Like, let's let's tone down. My, my apologies. No, nah, you know what I mean. Little, little little things like that, and also yeah. people to not like hit people, crack them in the head, and be like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. Like, and expect not to get cracked back. It's like mm-hmm. there you need not walk on eggshells, but if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, it's like walking on eggshells because you go, wow, like I went cool as hell with this dude like on Thursday, and then he was beating my ass on Friday. I was like, well, what did you do? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or, 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 or yeah. how is his day going? So on and so forth. Or, or is he injured? Does he have a fight coming up? Were you keeping that same energy? Was he matching energy? Did, did somebody kind of step on one person's toes or do something that was um, inconsiderate to the sparring culture we have here? And that's why when I have like open sparrings, everyone's like, dude, like, I love getting work here. Like no one's trying to like knock me the fuck out, but it's good competitive work. I'm like, that's how it should be. Yeah. You shouldn't be, do- you shouldn't be 100% max- maxing out anything in any day. Should be hitting you 60, 70, 80, so you can do that again the next day, and the next day, and the next day. And if you need to, I right, cool, do a 40 or 50 or 60%. So then by the time two weeks comes around, your 40, 50, 60% isn't what it used to be. You leveled up a little bit. You know what I mean? So now it's constructive. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, but without all the injuries, without all the bullshit, because yeah. then when you get injured, you need to take time off. Mm-hmm. Time is money, bro. You know what I mean? This is a young man's sport, mm-hmm. especially like fighting. So it's like, no, nah, dude, like, fuck taking the time off. Like, work in a way to where you don't need time off. Work in a way where you're not injuring and hindering your body to the point where you need to take time off. Like, that's, that's working against yourself. So it's like, that's why we spar almost every day, mm-hmm. if not every other day. But we, instead of going 80%, we're going like 60% technical rounds. You really establish the whole point of playing chess, not checkers. Yeah. Yeah. It's you playing, you know, like I really had to learn that too, like the tempo of playing, but like with, with initiative and like with intent, in, yeah, with yeah. intent, mm-hmm. but being able to like, like you said, like if you're going to land a good shot on somebody, like you can't be like, oh, like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like you're going to expect like them to probably come back and hit yeah. you with a good one. But if you can bring the tone back down and be like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Then it comes back to playing. Yeah. So it's like. Finding that cool balance and then understanding like people's like levels too Mm -hmm. and like understanding that like, you know, their, their intention might look different, but you have to just decipher it Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, this guy's just like big brain shit. Yeah. Oh, he's new. He's swinging harder. Let me talk to him a little more in this round and explain things rather than just go, he's trying to fight and knock him out. Like, no, he's never going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. He's never going to grow. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, yeah, exactly. But I, and so I'm, that's why I'm so grateful to be here or with you and come up in that rather than the other types of. Because I've heard about those um, uh, those types of um, gyms, gyms that, environments. Yeah. yeah, where you go in there and they're gonna put they're gonna put you against the biggest baddest dude and like beat you up and like test you and this and that and I'm like. <sighs> Like, I definitely think there's moments for that. Yeah. Like, I don't want that to be taken out of context. I don't yeah. think like, oh, you should never hard spar. You should never like put your, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like get after it. Well, CJ's done that to me respectfully though. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There, there's levels to the game and so on and so forth. But it's like at the same time, it's like, for instance, I can do that. Go somebody, work their body, work their legs, still touch the head. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and make it a focal point, but also not try to knock them out. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like, yeah, if I sit you down with a liver kick, bro, I'm not gonna feel bad. Yeah. I'm gonna, oh my homie, you belly okay? Did I break your rib? No, my gut. Okay, cool. Like, I'll give you a minute or two. And we all, bro, we get touched. Mm-hmm. I put somebody down with a leg kick and their knees okay and all that. Yeah, I'm not gonna feel bad. 
I drop somebody to the head. I fucking make somebody see stars. I'm fucking, they're getting eight counted. I, I knock somebody out. I'm not feeling good about that. I just, I just took time off your life. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not a game. You know what I mean? You only get so many of those. So it's like, I'm not trying to test anybody's chin to get my chin tested. Mm-hmm. That's another thing too. I'm not trying to get my chin tested. So it's because I'm like working with guys in the class, somebody your size. You know, I've had it plenty of times in the past where I had a lot more ego too. I was younger. Just, I was just turned pro. I'm still running my own program and I was much younger then too. So people that are older than me, just who's this young guy? You know what I mean? Trying to tell me. And so like I have guys, your size, your, your size trying to like knock me the fuck out. You mean like, yeah. like, 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 like literally fighting me and I'm like, let him go. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom. I got to let him know. Like I felt like I had to let him know, like, like, dude, I'm coached for a reason. Like, yeah. You can like get with the program or get going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like I'm, I'm preaching because I leave from the front because I can really do this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm realizing like over the course of time, like now, nah, like maybe those people just ain't a fit or a culture needs to be ingrained with competence around it to the point where if I'm not at class, somebody new comes in, I'm not betting on you fucking them up. I'm betting on you bringing them up to the, bring up, bringing them up to speed and everybody around them, CJ, Trevor, mm-hmm. you know I mean, Jason, Jerry, everybody said, Hey man, like this is the way we do things. Go like this because of this. You know what I mean? One plus one equals two, and two means the brain cells you have in your head. So we're not trying to minus those. We're trying to keep those with <laughs> yeah. that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we move a certain way for a reason. We're playing chess, not checkers, because in, in in chess you can regain pieces once you get a pawn across across the board. You learn shit. You gain things from it. Checkers, you don't get no fucking pieces back. You know what I mean? I took it. I take it. I took it. And it's a much faster game. This methodical think, play, sabai, sabai, right? Mm-hmm. Find a purpose, be purposeful with the way that you're moving, the actions that you're doing, and what you can take from this experience. Mm-hmm. And it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Rather yeah. than, dude, every time I go to the gym, I got this churn in my stomach, feels like I'm getting a fist fight. Yeah. Like, yeah, you probably gonna miss a lot of fucking class. Trying to learn. You only get to come on your gangster days. days. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. You can't come on your can't, can't fall asleep. Can't, yeah, can't fall asleep no, until 4, 4 a.m. Because, because of your uh, you're adrenaline. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys, guys, been just flowing, having fun, <laughs> laughing. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it should be. Like that's how you. That's how that's you just grow. Though, the adrenaline when like, when, like when I go home sometimes I'm like, I'm, I'm up. Like, yeah, it's like, right. Ah, yeah, like yeah. you know, like yeah. but uh, and then also too when the adrenaline wears off I'm just like, oh fuck. You feel happy, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, god damn, I didn't realize I ate that shit like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so real. It's so real. Oh man, so, actually, I love, I love every second of it though. Like, it's what I needed in my life. Like, I just knew I needed there was something that needed to test me and challenge me in certain ways. And like, it, it, I knew I needed to wait on it because I tested. I did other things. Like, remember when I was working with um, uh, was losing my uh brand oh yeah and, and then uh jesse and, and um yeah but there wasn't really any structure to that but, yeah there there was there was, no there was there was some structure like yeah. he had, like he 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 put like good basics in there and stuff like that and put us through like bag work and like you know and then we would just spar you know yeah. but they're like big ass motherfuckers like 265 like two two what fifty like like two fifty like two yeah and then just like just fucking brick shit houses and like all we're all brand new so it's like, <laughs> and it was, I was just like, damn. And then like, finally we started getting people in on like Saturdays and like, I, it would go from them to like a 110 pound yeah. guy. And I was like, okay, I'm getting like some sort of speed now. <laughs> and, then, and then, uh, you know, it was like a good trial and error. Like I got like my, my, um, my feet wet and like feeling some contact and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
But I was like, no, nah, I want, I need something like, I need like a fucking gym or something. Yeah. Like and then I just was like waiting on. You need to find your tribe. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I found one dude like, and it was like in my fucking backyard. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember I, when I first started going, I was still at my mom's, and I uh, like I just started. I was in school and stuff like that, and and then things happened at the house, and that's when I had I had to leave from just right there, like around the corner. All the way up to um, Beaumont. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, fuck. Like, now I'm like, <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I was like, but that's just, that's just going to test my, 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 my will. My, like, what, what am I willing to do? What am I, like, what's, and I find it worth it. It's, like, worth every fucking second. Like, I, I like, whenever I drive to practice, I don't even, like, the drive is probably about, like, 30, 30 35 minutes. But it feels like that. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm getting yeah. into a zone. Peaceful. Like, That's dope. Yeah. yeah. And then like when I'm driving home after, I feel so fucking good. Like I'm just like, yeah. Right. So it's like. That, that, that makes it worth it for sure. Yeah. And he, we got a, we got a good amount of people that drive pretty far too, like yeah. Ontario yeah. and stuff. We guys coming from Ontario, Paris, Menifee, oh, Reno, yeah. Okay, yeah. Temecula, San Jacinto. I've had guys come from like Costa Mesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys come from Upland, Rancho. Like, a lot of guys have stayed with me throughout the years. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so I'm a hard ass or whatnot. It's also because, like, a lot of these guys, like, pay a lot of money just in gas and time to yeah. come fucking train. So it's like, once again, those stupid questions, you ain't wasting my time. You're wasting the guys' time that, like, Buster has to be. Yeah. So it's like, let's let's skip the bullshit. And that's a good culture to build. That's a really, really good culture to build. We, we all keep each other accountable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Like, I ain't perfect, bro. I, mm-hmm. I, I have to... I, I've apologized on the couple kids. Hey, you know what? Like, I responded to you in a, in a way that I shouldn't have my apologies. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. like... Like it's, it's all love. It, it all comes from a good place. It's not a hateful room or nothing. It's not an ego, ego-filled ego room. It's like, people are here to work. People are here to vibe out. Enjoy, enjoy the company because we have a solid team. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we just want to succeed. Mm-hmm. And what I like is what you said earlier is that, like, if I'm out there... I still know Matt's gonna run it the same way. Yeah, he's gonna do it. You said yeah. Jason. You said, and I think that's really important because like it's your team, mm-hmm. but your like the identity and the culture you made for it with, is, is within everybody. No, and that's 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 a hard thing to do yeah, to get it, people like when you're not there. It's I like I don't really think it's I don't think it's hard. I think it's intent and just it's time consuming. It is. But the big thing is like, dude, the time's been put in, and so many people have been putting in the time. It hasn't been hard. Yeah, it's where it's worked itself. Cause now it's like, how many times like, when somebody new's in the gym, what happens? What do I do? When somebody, when somebody brand new comes to the gym for warm up, you, you pair him up with somebody that you know is going to be able to guide him properly. Yeah, yeah, and that's damn near everybody there. And then usually if things aren't really clicking. Let's change somebody you else. Out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Quick, like, so I'll say out. something for a Joe friends like clinch or whatever. But all right, cool. Partner up with somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing. If you don't know, if you don't, if you don't know, if you know what the fuck you're doing, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Partner with somebody goes, yeah, dude, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Real simple. Yeah. If you're kind of in the middle, grab somebody that knows what the hell they're doing. More often than not, there's double digits of people that are going, yeah, you're here. I, you're new, come here. You're new, come here. So then you get all these newer guys with veterans, right? Honing a little skill, do 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 Go to another veteran, hone a little skill, get a different tip, get a different like viewpoint. Another veteran, boom. So by the time they're there for three, four weeks, then somebody new comes in. I have that same guy that was a novice. Fucking put him on game. Mm-hmm. And they're getting a little coaching. They're getting a little breakdown. They're going, oh, okay, yeah, I missed this little concept, or I do this detail, but I didn't know that I do it. And I have to tell somebody. It's like, cool, now you know what I do every day. <laughs> Good job. You know what I mean? Well, that's what you're going to need to know. 
and you know, and that, that's what I was saying. I think that when I say hard part, I think the hard part is like you take the ego out of it for everybody. So it's not like anyone feels like their toes are getting stepped on. Like, oh, oh, I'm not getting enough. Like, I feel like you make it a very like everyone's there to get better on, on one thing or another. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely. the hard part. It's, it's having right. everyone buying on that. Yeah, yeah it's it's a yeah. it's a circle, not, it's a not, circle. Not, <laughs> not a try. Not a try. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but even like the women there though are like yeah. bad fucking ass, dude. Yeah. Like they're on it, like and. I feel like the last time, what was it? The um, uh, his girlfriend was like the only. Oh, one. Oh, Danny. Yeah, Danny's girlfriend was the only one hitting the combos perfectly and like doing it. And I was and like, it's her was first like, fucking day back in months, and she's only trained for a couple months. And I'm like, dog. And everyone get else it right. was like fucking off and shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's so why I use her. In a, I, I use people as an example. Like, yeah. mind you, it's a fight sport. You only fight by yourself, so I single people out. So like, if you're fucking up, you're fucking off, whatnot. You were just doing shit right yesterday, and now you're fucking up on the warm ups. Like, nah. Because then I'll be like, look. How long have you been training? This is my third class. And he's doing it right. <laughs> so for you to be here six years, whatnot, get the fuck out of here with the bullshit. Yeah. Look at what you need to do. Hey, accountability, bro. Yeah, it's accountability. It's a high standard of accountability, and that's what like is needed. Like, yeah. That's you know? needed in, 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 in today's. But it's because I allow fun. Yeah. I want people yeah. to fucking partner up. I want people to shoot the shit. I want people to get in the group chat, get each other's number down, fucking chill, hit the sign and shoot the shit, talk about their day. I want that. With that, as long as we're getting the work done, if you're not giving the class and the and the sport the time and the respect it deserves, you're taking away from a lot of people that want that and need that here. Mm-hmm. So it's like as long as it's a combination of the two, because I want both. Yeah. I want people to like be excited to come to class, not like do we hold like potlucks on Fridays? Like Fridays potlucks, yeah. open mat. You get the warm up in, and then you know go through some drills, get some sparring or whatever, and then like you know bag work weights, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Mm, yeah. yeah. Lunch on some food that somebody brought. You know what I mean? I'll come to the potluck. Yeah, (laughs) there's one tonight at eight. Pull up. I'm I'm dead serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll start some more. Finish. (laughs) You have a bunch of motherfuckers there. Like, who's he? I'm I'm gonna take a pop. Bring the egg rolls. They're like, you're from my roles, bro. <laughs> get, get into the classroom before you go to potluck. <laughs> sign a waiver first. Yeah, yeah, actually, so you know what? Do. This is actually a pretty good lead-in uh, for our next topic. And I mean, um, overall, like the community, the culture yeah. you build, like that's a big thing right now. Is just like, what's your perspective on like the current society overall with everything? I think we live in a very individual individualistic society. I think everybody's um, personal opinions, beliefs, and feelings outweigh what is good for the overall society and community. Mm. And mind you, I'm, I'm, I'm Christian. I'm a little, I'm a little bit more um, conservative and traditional in my, in my ways of thinking, which I understand isn't the norm these days, or might not might not be uh, might be frowned upon. I don't I don't know, but it's you know, me. And I have an interesting outlook on that because like. You like you said, like people are very conservative, and like right away they think, oh, like you're like intolerant, or oh, you're uh, you're very opinionated, or or you're very stuck in ways, and it's like conservative comes from conservation or Republican. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, like like, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, Mm -hmm. uh, but it comes from conservation. Like you're trying to conserve like the core values and beliefs that are there. And like that thing that sucks is like they're what we're trying to conserve. It's there for a reason. It's not mm-hmm. because we're trying we're stuck on it. But like these are the things that throughout society, throughout our lifetime, as a civilization, that have kept us morally grounded. There you go. And yeah. that, that's I, that's why like you said when people like you're conservative, they're just like oh like it's naked or Republican. It's like no structure, baby. Yeah, 
some structure. Exactly. So structure. it's funny you say that too. <laughs> but yeah, no, go, go, go ahead and back, go back into your thoughts. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot what I was saying for a moment. Going into like yeah, you're, you're more like conservative views. Yeah, more, more conservative, Christian, more, yeah. More, more, more traditional, more, more Christian. Um, and once again, I'm, I'm a sinner. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm a saint just because I believe in Jesus. Oh, yeah. Not. But um, I believe effort, intention, and a sense of value and morale is like needed for a society to work, right? But that means there needs to be some common ground. Not everything can just be open to interpretation every second, every moment, right? There needs to be some like foundation, some ground rules. Um, and I think like men being men, you know what I mean? Like having some ambition, having some goals, having some drive, um, being able and willing to do what is right, both verbally, physically. Um, I also think competence. So it's like I, I think we have too many too many dumbasses with smartphones that don't care to grow their knowledge in I'm not just one field or their field but in any field. Like I, I know too many motherfuckers after work want to just play Call of Duty all day every day and they, they never get out of that they never get out of that routine. They don't want to read a book. Like God forbid I I said them hey man like watch this documentary for an hour or an hour and a half two yeah. hour documentary like very insightful whatnot they go oh Brad's two hours I'm like. You, yeah. you, you watch Family Guy for two hours back to back. God forbid I send you something that's insightful on a subject you ask me about. It's too much. Yeah, you're lazy bro, as fuck. I get excited when people send me like five hour ones. And I'm oh, like, yeah. You're like, ooh, I'm going to run through five this. fucking hours. <laughs> With insight. Yeah. Knowledge. I, dude, I, I'll, I'll go through like four, yeah. three, four, five. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, it makes me feel even more intrigued because I'm going to lose more content. You're like, five yeah. hours. Yeah. Let's see what this is. Yeah. In this shit. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, that's why people hate driving with me because I think productivity is the best activity. So instead of like bumping a bunch of like music, I'm listening to like instrumentals and like improving or freestyling. I like to rap or whatnot. Or I'm like praying or I'm listening to audiobooks or podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And normally something like pretty constructive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some, something. So that's going to stimulate something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like. I don't know. People hate. People don't like driving. They're like, dude, play this. And I'm like, fuck you. It's in, it's in your car. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm bumming this. I'm or I'm cool with silence. <laughs> I was just, I was just I was just about to say that. I was like, and then like uh, sometimes I'm like, fuck, like I don't want to be stimulated, but I want to get my mind right. But like I know I don't want music because like I don't want to have to think about what the fuck I want to listen to right now. Like so I just go complete silence. Mm-hmm. And that like for me is like a lot of times like you start thinking. In your brain, because I already think all the fucking time. So like, when I'm not having something stupid, it's like I'm thinking, 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 thinking. Yep. Like I'm fucking, I'm speeding Gonzalez in my head, mm-hmm. dude. Like, and there, that's why, like, you know, I've, I've developed practices to kind of reel myself in. But like, that's one of them driving because I drive a lot. I drive a lot, so I, I utilize yeah. that as like a very, like a um, uh, efficient way of like processing things in my life. Mm-hmm. My car is like my fucking bubble sometimes. So I'll be in that motherfucker two hours sometimes, like yep. just chilling. Yep. In my bubble. Yeah, I think I said this like last week. Like, there's a lot of times where like I'll just be sitting in my car, like trying to listen to the because like you know like when you're listening to something mm-hmm. and like you get your destination, you're just like, wait, I want to finish this. Like I want to hear the rest mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. So like I'll just be sitting there and people will be like, dude, what are you doing in there? I'm like, oh, I'm just finishing something. And then like I'm just like literally like I look at the time. I'm like, dude, I've been in my car for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Like yeah. oh shit, yeah. I have that with like audiobooks. Yeah. Like what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm like finishing up this chapter. <laughs> like you listen to audiobooks. I'm like, yeah, like. That's just Wait, pretty dope. Yeah, people are like, damn, I drive like yeah. two hours. I gotta listen to my music. I'm like, that's two hours. You didn't do shit. 
And see, that's a funny thing too, like, um, because like how you guys said, like, you guys look forward like the two or five hours stuff. Mm -hmm. What sucks for me is like a lot of time I'm driving. So when I'm listening to that stuff, it's like, I'll stop and then go again. And so like, I have to go back and listen to it. Yeah. Because oh, can you imagine I don't, wind it a bit? Yeah. yeah. I kind of like doing that sometimes. Yeah. Because like, then it like sticks a little bit better. Resonates yeah. more. Yeah. And then like, I, there, I, I have been on a streak where I'm just kind of running through. Yeah. I'm just running through. And, but I, I, I'm starting to get more towards like, um, changing my mindset towards like business stuff and things like that. So kind of getting out of like my niche of like what I typically like dive into and getting more into something that I know I need to develop. But like I'm utilizing the same strategy and like I'm, I'm like enjoying it now because like I was always kind of afraid of diving into it. But like now I'm kind of diving into it how I know how to. So mm -hmm. it's like it's it's better for me. So I'm it's like good. I'm excited to do it now. And I'm like, OK, like time to fucking like, you know, it's, yeah. it's more sack, organic, sack the fuck up. A little, yeah, it's more organic and yeah. less of a work vibe and mm -hmm. more of like, all right, just. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, this is just I, I'm enjoying the process. Yeah. Like I'm just enjoying the process. Yeah, I, I felt that with. With me, real quick, with me, um, for me, my my nightly after work is of course peace. My okay. drive home is always peaceful, especially because you know, and like my high stress work environment, especially mm -hmm. being a dispatcher, nonsense, everything all, all, all the time. So that's a nice little decompressed way. Those drives are therapeutic. Yep. You know, that's what we we we, we all you yearn for in in certain, certain moment in moments is therapy. Um, but overall, with that, I just. I just, I just barely get to the point of just like excitement about it, you know, like, 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 like after my long day, I get to drive home and just breathe, talk to God, just like, wow, we really did that today, you know, like, because it's one thing for me when you get off work at night versus the day because you still have so much more to do. But for me at nighttime, it's like, it's like a great little, I'm done, like, get to go home. Yeah. Watch, watch my little anime. Now, yeah. Now, now, now I'm gonna be doing my hundred push-ups and sit-ups because I, I will be going to a potluck. One punch man. Yeah, I killed that too. Dude. Ooh, with a demon slayer. Then I just dropped in a demon slayer. You're a dispatcher? Huh? You're a dispatcher? Uh, uh, yes, for uh, for for the county hospital. This is Severino County, one of the biggest ones. Arrowhead. Yeah. Arrowhead. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. it was. I thought you were saying for um for like like peace officer oh yeah oh, oh, oh no oh no it's it's for my security officers there. okay they, 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 but but we actually work with colton we work with everybody because we're we're the big county hospital so everybody brings everything to us all the airships which is you know airplanes transporting people all the 5150s druggies all, all everybody you see on the street i probably see them at our behavioral health how uh how did you get into something like that like dispatching uh so 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 uh at my job, it's just one of the positions there, so, so you could just be a regular officer, and then from there, um, be, be, because you'll still need them, it's kind of like one of the qualifications, but you become a dispatcher, you'll learn it, and to, to a lot of people, because it is a lot of multitasking, uh, tasking, it is high stress, because mm -hmm. you're with, you know, not only your calls for your officers, I, I make their lunches, their breaks, I have to grab things, like, like there's mm -hmm. a lot of things in that office, I have over 70, 80 cameras that I watch, I have to look out for wow. people jumping, like, so it's, 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 it's very cool like that, it's, it's very gratifying with, within the hospital, because I'm always humbled, so, 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 so that's why in a job field like yours, like fighting, because the body doesn't get older, because of all these different factors that you go into, I feel like it's that same feeling of, you can never get too high because it's a sport that will always humble you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like even the greats 
that I've seen be, be, be because you know I, I've been blessed with, with, with my father. We grew up in the boxing industry. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much that I've, mm-hmm. I've seen and done, and uh, I was around Floyd Mayweather. I was around a, a lot of these other people, and it's like when you see that level of greatness and those mm-hmm. types of sacrifices and, and, and how they look at their job, I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I come into work just like I, I, I love this. I, I'm yep. I'm ready for whatever because mm-hmm. because you got to be fluid. Mm-hmm. And everything that, that that we do, and, and I, I, I feel like for society, <laughs> I, feel, word. I, I, I feel like society. Fluid? So that's my favorite f word for uh for fighting. I say fluid or flow. Like mm-hmm. you need to be fluid. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, if it's, it doesn't flow, it's not fluid. It won't feel comfortable. That means you ain't gonna try it in real, real life against a person. It's yeah. funny you say that because whenever I always turn my clients to the only word I use is like, how do you like you feel fluid? Like you feel like it's like like it feels comfortable. Like it feels nice. Uh-huh. So it's funny you said like I just. I just realized I, I said that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tell, I tell my dispatchers to be like water. You know what I'm saying? Because, because especially with dispatch, you, you, you have a structure, you have a plan. Things are going to happen. Officers, you know, somebody may, may go home. We, we, we come into a lot of physical altercations. One officer may, may get popped. You know, we, we, we may have to go stand somewhere. Like there's always things. So ne- so never never feel pot tied to some way. Be like water, baby, and we flow. When you when you say officers, do you mean like peace officers or do you mean security officers? Security, okay. Yeah. How, yeah, security. how do you get into that then? Um, um, so so you just you just get your uh, your regular good guard car license that they could do to become a security officer. Then from there, ours ours is very very kind of like uh, basic level. You know, you you can either come with no experience or you come with some. You come with some, you know, you can talk with your pay, etc. But mm-hmm. but but it's it, it's a great first step. A lot mm-hmm. a, a lot of people within my hospital segue into sheriffs into corrections because it's all really? county and and so you gain seniority there within my security. So so if I'm a security guard there at Arrowhead for two to three years and I want to go into the sheriff's whatever, I still have county seniority going in versus somebody else because I'm a county employee and, and I can segue into different sectors. So because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a sociology major, let's just say once I'm done with school, I say, screw it, you know, I want to go into something else. Oh, I've already been in the county for, you know, four or four years, et cetera, and that's I can beautiful. get some somebody else. But that's, that's for those people. That's not shy though. Shiloh gonna get the heck up out of there by next year. You know, I know some people gonna listen at work and be like, but yeah, I, I I have so many big plans in place, and there's a lot of things that I've matured as a man, which is what you're instilling in in your people, which is that foundation of you know, there there, there is no BS. Mm-hmm. You gotta get it done. You know, they, they have have fun in life, chit chat. But when it's time to buckle down, buckle down, and that's something I want to go into your environment to go into. Yeah, yeah. So it's can't wait. I like that too because you actually have a good way. So um, he just said something too, like you instill a lot of people into like your into your like culture into your team. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like right now needs to be instilled more in society today? Like I know you gave me kind of down point about it, but like what do you think would be just more helpful and becoming more productive? So I think that's a big thing. If we're not really a productive. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I might get some flag for this, but <clears throat> I think not and not too like concrete. Like this is only way to do it but i think people need to respect their gender roles a little bit more and step into them a bit more um i think that men are pussified and lacking the testosterone that they used to have like biological no it's, it's a stat too yeah. Yeah, we're we're, we're um, lower than we were like back in the 70s ever. yeah ever <laughs> yeah um all and time, and all, all all time uh all time rates for obesity um high cholesterol so on and so forth i mean just like all, all of these is... all these underlying health conditions so, so on and so forth we're getting sicker yeah, yeah. sicker um, dumber you know what I mean it doesn't, it doesn't mean like lack of school it just means lack of wisdom once again I think that comes with life experience but I also think that comes with attention 
You know what I mean? Like you, dude. Everybody talks shit about looking at, look, being on the internet, and whatnot. Like, dude, look at YouTube. It, it's a beautiful resource if you choose to use it as a resource. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can learn whatever the fuck you want. You can on you YouTube. Use this, or you can use you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like if, if you're gonna be on your phone all day, like. Be productive. Be productive on it. You know what I mean? Or add some productivity on it and see, see how that starts changing things. That's, that's what I've done. Like, I've tried not being on my phone I, and I end up being on it, whether it be for promoters, for the fighters, for myself, trying to get, trying to new sponsors, endorsements, contracts, so on and so forth. I'm going, damn, like, I end up being on my phone. So let me make sure I'm doing some good shit with it. Let me make sure I'm, I'm, I'm staying in tune with what I need to be doing and so on and so forth and helping. But um, and helping myself and those around me. But I think that's what society needs. Once again, helping myself, but also those around me. Or helping myself so that I can help other people. Helping myself so I can instill good things in other people. Or helping myself so that I can lead from the front. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it, it ties into community. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, like everybody at that gym, everybody in our in our class or on the team, if something bad is happening outside right like to a woman or a kid or some dude you know every single fucking person on that team will be the first one to jump out and and intervene not call the fucking cops not stop not look not grab their phone and record some shit to jump the fuck up and actually do something Mm. you know what i mean and that's the difference whether they succeeded where they didn't the the willingness to put themselves in danger or to fight for what is right or say what is right or to intervene is there. You know what I mean? That comes from community. That comes from discipline. That comes from competence. That comes from um, being held accountable. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know damn well if you don't do that or you kind of uh, 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 and the rest of the team did, we're on your ass. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. You know what I mean? What if that was your, yeah. what if that was your mom? What if that was your son? Yeah. What if that was your daughter? What if that was your nephew? What the fuck are you doing? Well, get the fuck up. What the hell needs to be done? Let's go. Uh, and, and so I think that's what was wrong with a lot of men in society. And I think women act like they got a dick between their legs, majority of them these days in Western society. It's like, I can't, you can't find masculine men that are just like doing what the fuck they need to do without being asked. You know what I mean? Just because like, so you're not a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. Like, you, like, you weren't put on here to play Warzone five hours, 10 hours out of the day. Like, Find your purpose, or at least look to try to find one. And for the ladies, I think it's like, dude, like, if you don't need a man, then fuck off. But if yeah. you want one, like, you want a leader, you want you want a dude that's competent, capable, well traveled, whatnot, has has a lot of life experience, somebody you can trust. Well, then trust the man. Like, yeah. let him let him let him leave. Let him do what the hell he needs to do. Because another reason too, like, men will die for their families, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, yeah, they will. Like, like, like a woman that just like believes in her man. Yeah. Like, I, Trust has faith. I know too many, too many families, <laughs> well, but, too many men that like, like bust their ass. This is gonna, like, like, this is gonna sound superficial, but like to be like to your point is like a, a man doesn't want to date another man. So yeah, if you're gonna be here, true. a woman giving off masculine vibes, trying to be like the like alpha with them too, like yeah. the man's not gonna be like, like this is not what I'm looking for. Exactly. Not, I want like a partner, not and, somebody that's and 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 on the vice versa, dating. most 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 women aren't looking for lesbian relationships. No. She's not trying to date a pussy that just wants to sit down and mooch all day. It's like, nah, man, like. Like, for instance, if you got to go half and half with your lady or whatnot, you guys are build, building your guys' selves up as a couple, you mean you're both struggling, totally understand. Yeah. If your end goal as a man, this is, this is where some I lose some people, if your end goal as a man is to stay 50-50, I think you got the wrong mindset, mm-hmm. old boy. Mm-hmm. 
If, oh, if, yeah. if, that, no, if that's, no, where, you, if that's where you want to stay, if that, like, oh, yeah, let's just keep sweating. Nah, bro. No, I'm, no. I'm trying to put myself in a position where I can put us in a position mm-hmm. to where you are able to be the wife or the mother to my kids so you can focus on that and not have to focus on the bullshit in the rat race. I'm yeah. trying to get us up out the rat race. If I need to be a part of it, if that's a necessity, cool. Let's have one of us in it. I'll, 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 take, I'll take that role and let's have you nurturing these fucking kids so that we can have some competent, capable young men and women in the family rather than somebody else like a like a preschooler we're not raising yeah. our kids for us indoctrinating with the bullshit yeah. that's going on in the world you got me 50 shades of fucked up oh no the strong family pre- like I'm, I'm a big believer in strong family presence it's fucking N- it's <laughs> nuclear, nuclear family and that's why uh, no it's funny you said like, I feel like it's a double sword because like a lot of parents are like getting mad and worked up about like what's going on in school and, and they should be mm-hmm. but I'm also like also be a parent like you have to be involved in your kid's life like if they're seeing oh, like yeah. Pull them out. Homeschool. Yeah. Find a way. Move. Yeah. No, exactly. And then it's like, but like, all oh, like, what about stuff on TV? Okay, well, then don't tell them. Yeah, don't tell Don't let them put them in front of the TV screen for four or five hours a yeah. day. Don't have them on a computer or a t- Or, or a pick a out phone. the shit yeah. they're going to watch. Yeah. Like, indoctrinate your own kid. All right, cool. I'm going to have you watch this, this, and this to yeah. bring this. Mm-hmm. Well, now you got a lot of them doing that, actually, but it's on the outside, so I'm not better. Yeah. No, but yeah. still. Hey, even the kids going, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, but it's still like that family yeah. role, like, even today, with all the stuff that's going on, like you could still be a parent in your in in the in the society mm-hmm. and dictate like what what how your how your child's life is gonna exactly. partake into. And a lot of people just like you said are too lazy to do it. Like you have dads are just allowed to put their kids in front of like, a Call of Duty or put them in front of a freaking TV screen, mm-hmm. and it's like go outside and play fucking catch with them or go teach them a sport or go yeah. teach them something that is gonna be us. beneficial for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I. I think of this here, especially because having five sisters, you know, to, to two older ones, having a single mother for a bit. Um, my ideology is men are very much responsible for women, for a lot of women's masculinity because of lack of men being men mm-hmm. nowadays. Because you get, get, get got these men that, 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 of course, you know, they want to have sex, you know, they're not pulling out whatever, doing your thing. Here comes a kid. You just up and leave okay cool mm-hmm. so now so now this mother has to transition from that nurturer to now she has to be that provider the masculine and then on top of that when she meets another another quote-unquote man she sees the same patterns etc she fars astray she goes that route i've seen so, some women that, that 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 of course go the way of you know um there there is a man there but he just still doesn't stand up no still still doesn't c- c- contribute to, to, to these ways because there's still a lot of these soft-ass men and these soft-ass men cannot raise the men that we we need to be can, you know I, can, I, can I touch of on course, that so, so you've seen that from the women right mm-hmm. now my, mind you though the i, I think account once again accountability is a thing right mm-hmm. so if i keep dating an abusive woman or a woman that ain't shit and then i complain about it and i keep reaping the negative benefits from that what are my homies going to tell me you keep dating dumbass bitches, bro. Mm. What are we? What are we telling these ladies? Oh yeah, no, it's cool to be a single mom. It, 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 I, I, be a boss ass bitch. Do all this fuck shit that's not conducive for a long term relationship. Oh, you don't need a man. Your your career should be over a man. So it's it's creating masculine women even outside of just those scenarios or where there's scenarios how you say they keep repeating themselves mm. where that account where that accountability needs to shift. And he goes, hey, look, like yeah, you dated fuckhead, right? But you knew he was a fuckhead. So why'd you have a, a baby with fuckhead? 
Because how many forms of contraception are there? What, what, 34, 35 forms of contraception? And who, who, who has the willingness to have the baby? The woman. Who has all the power, especially we're in California. So who holds all the control? The woman. So don't bitch about something that you have full control over. Second, if he's a fuckhead, you want to talk shit about him, he's a piece of shit dude, why'd you fuck him? Third, if you have any kid and that's a shit situation, why aren't you married? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a, and, and okay, let's run through a couple of those. Okay, then why is it happening again? Why are you talking to another fuckhead? Mm. Sounds like you got a thing for fuckheads. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I, I, think it's a, I think it's a mixture of accountability from one side and the other. Because as you said, like these, these guys, have, there's a lot of pussy ass dudes, bro. Like there's, there's not men worth their salt anymore. Yet on the, at the same time, I could understand to a degree from a certain perspective. So, so, so men, we need purpose, right? Yes. Mo, mo, most men's purpose is a family, nuclear family, kids, a wife, so on and so forth. We're at, we're at the all-time highest point of men, men being virgins, men not having sex, men not being in relationships, so on and so forth, men not being respected, right? Men being demonized, masculinity being demonized, right? Where's his purpose? You, you, you have to substitute. You have to find a purpose. So maybe he's going from, okay, well, a woman, I can't find a woman. I, I can't have a kid. I'm not having sex. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing in the sexual marketplace. Well, I'm finding a video game. I'm finding, I'm finding the dopamine that I'm getting from porn. I'm, I'm doing something, right? So it's, um, you know, with that, it takes two to tango. I mean, it takes two to have a kid. But so, so, so it takes two to create life. It's like when you're taking that ability, and that's exactly what I mean, you know, like what the elites want, right? Is to depopulate the earth, so on and so forth, kill masculinity, kill, kill testosterone, right? Um, having the whole same same sex people just with each other, so we stop propagating society. You know, what I mean? we're at an all time low of, of, of birth rates mm-hmm. all, all all over the world, not just the U.S., mm-hmm. right? Um, the, these these are all conflicts that carry past just man or woman it's once again a society as a whole it's things that the things that have been ingrained in culture since the beginning of time you know what i mean that we're now straying away from and we're seeing the negative repercussions very quickly you know what i mean very quickly we're at an all-time high for women for women's homelessness mm-hmm. we're at an all-time highs for uh, for women women's unhappiness right but we're also at an all-time high for women's ability and and freeness Right, so huh? That, that, that's weird how that correlates. We're at an all-time high. Was it one out of one out of three women, or one out of four women is on antidepressants or a, a, anti-anxiety medication? Mm-hmm. Right, those are the ones that just go to get diagnosed. Mm-hmm. That's you right. know what I mean. Um, another thing too is like, who are we putting in the schools? 80 percent of consumers are women. Right, that's why makeup still is a multi-billion-dollar, multi-trillion-dollar company throughout all of COVID. The people wasn't going out. Mm. Right, so it's like all of these things tie into our biology. Right, what attracts us innately, men and women, so on and so forth. But also, like what we need, think people aren't people aren't um, getting what they need. You know what I mean? Men aren't getting what they need. Women aren't getting what they need. You know what I mean? So it's like people don't have the same the same orders or forces that draw them in to be their best selves. And that's what me personally, I think nuclear families. You know what I mean? Have, having kids and being being able to instill in the little ones, and we're not having those. You know what I mean? So it's like a lot of people are getting knocked off their pivot because they don't have the the almighty natural purpose that they would normally once have as a community. Mm. And that's to propagate society. Everybody's focusing on being the baddest bitch, being the dude that makes the most money, has the nicest car or whatnot. You know what I mean? Or the highest score on the video game or some shit. And it's like all this shit that, once again, isn't conducive for long-term 
long-term success as a husband, as a wife, as a, as a man, as a woman, as a, as a business owner, as anything. It's like all shit that kind of hits a, you hit a checkpoint and you go, well, fuck, like, I hit this one now, now, now what? Now what? Yeah. All right, cool, I got to be glad let me get a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I got this position, now let me get this position. Or I got this position, but damn, like, this shit is not bringing me happiness at all. Like, mm-hmm. like this shit is, this shit is dreading. You know, this shit is dreadful. It's just drawing me down. You know what I mean? It's taking me out of my frame. It's taking me out of my natural whatever I need to be at home. Mm-hmm. Or whatever I was really feeling I needed when I was 20-something. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. everybody's trying to repurpose themselves. And it's like, look, like from the beginning of time, what's made us happy as a, as a society and as a, as, as, a, as a race of humans, it's been families, love, community. You know what I mean? It's like, I think we're missing a lot of that right now. I don't think it's like a fuck you, fuck you. I think it's like, look, like, united we stand, divided we fall. There's a big war going on between good and evil. It's not black and white. It's not black and brown, not white and brown. It's not rich and poor. It's good and evil. And Mm -hmm. I think people are so, so divided amongst themselves and creating little um groups amongst each other and echo chambers and so on and so forth that you hear the same bullshit 10 different ways and that's whether on the left whether on the right whatever like just something with that too but left wing right wing they're both wings they're on the same fucking bird mm. it's like hey man you, you gotta, gotta say you gotta say that again yeah. for some people man yeah. you got rebloodicans you got democrips it's like brother they're they're two of the same dog the two gangs it's like it is what it is like dude we're all that's not what life's about you know what I mean in the grand scheme of things outside of this last 5-10 years I didn't give a fuck about politics I didn't know what the fuck either one was I've had to start getting into it because all the shit being pushed from both sides now is yeah. is starting to catch up into our daily lives I think yeah. what about you guys were you guys even political six no. years ago no now, now you're a little bit more on the note because it's almost like a necessity I'm a because shit's, on, it, on the subject yeah. just because if I'm not then I'm, I'm because shit's happening now, yeah. and that's oh, the thing. It's yeah. shit's happening so quick. It's becoming a necessity to kind of like almost pick a side or know what yeah. this one means because they mean this, they mean this, and I ain't really fucking with this. I ain't fucking with that yeah. either. But this is fucking that. Well, as an entrepreneur, you, I think you kind of have to be involved in because you yes. have to see where the trajectory of where things are going. Yep, and that's that's the part where it gets me is like, okay, I need to prepare for, for this, or okay, they're doing this, or this is happening. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I think being like yeah, like ten years ago, didn't care. Now yeah. it's just like. Oh shit! This is happening. Okay, I, I better have a plan for something yeah. like that. Yeah. See, I'm. I was actually kind of. I don't know. I was. I was kind of like the opposite in a way. At the end of high school, going into college, I was. I was very in like, uh, not, not only politics because of, because especially my household, like you know, people are, so people are uh, democratic. But my father, though a democrat, he he actually could, could, could call me outside on something which was really cool. He was like, when you grow up. Don't think about your parents. He's like, I want you to think about your stuff, your views. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I turned out to be a little bit opposite, and I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but within that, you know, um, just having that new scope to have, you know, like I said, getting to politics, listening to all like the the real extreme stuff, you mm-hmm. know, going on with governments and everything. I really loved that. But when I got into college and I saw how professors were kind of teaching, how their influence was was trying to get pushed on me, and, and like I said, I. I grew up in, in, in like a democratic family, but when some of my professors were pushing a little, pushing some agendas within the context of the structure of the work, I didn't, I didn't really feel like it. So it kind of took me back off after college, but now I'm getting back into it because a lot of plethora of reasons. So that was, that's been my roller coaster with it, but uh, looks like mainly a transition or something, yeah? Yeah. Um, do you, you have any closing thoughts about that for like just the society in general or anything? Society. Um, 
Okay. I mean, God is good, man. So like, like true. I read the book, God wins. So I, I'm, I'm, my, 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 my faith and my trust is in him and um, in my loved ones and making sure as a, as a man and as a coach, as a leader, whatnot, um, as a father, that I do what I need to do to lead from the front and lead by example and to practice what I preach. It doesn't mean be perfect, but be well-intending and let my actions do the talking. So, like, people going to keep eating, I'm going to keep cooking. So, I'm going to push it up. A lot of respect for that. A lot of <laughs> like, And I got some weepers talked about this. I think you said that. And just hearing, like, the, not just part of the conversation, mm-hmm. but the whole podcast, you're, you're doing something really, really well that we probably need more from in society from men is being able to lead by action, lead mm-hmm. by example, and not being perfect. We don't, we're not here to put you on a pedestal and say, Cody yeah. does it all right. But to be that pillar of, hey, he's doing it with intention to get people better, to make, to make not just I'm, your life better. I'm doing something. Yeah, make, not make your, yeah. just your life better, but all around you better. Yeah. I want, I want, I want to see, I, I, want, I want for my brother more than I want for myself. That's you know what I mean? thing, and, yeah. and, and, and that's the big thing. I, I think a lot of people's love stops at a point. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. ooh, I want, I want him to succeed, but not, not past this point. Like, no, nah, fuck that. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. There's, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, like if, if I could be the one that's not the millionaire in the room, but all my boys are, great. I'm happy to be in the room. And that's when I go back to what you said about your, your team, your, uh, your gym and community. Mm-hmm. I think that's the hard part is you have that culture in there where the ego doesn't become – like the individual, the, the individual fighter, the individual person doesn't become bigger than the rest of the team. And I think that's the hard thing to do now is to find people that don't want to put their own selves or their own ego mm-hmm. for the betterment of the whole team. Absolutely. And so that's why I applaud you because that's a very, very hard thing to do. So, so that's why I applaud you for building that community and that team in there. Thank you. It takes a team, though. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not a, a lot. Like, I feel very honored, bro. Like, very honored, honestly. Like, very grateful. Every Like, I, I get so excited. I just need bubbly about it, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm always back at home fucking, We had a really good practice today, too. Oh, that's good. Some bag work drills and whatnot. Like, hopefully... Dude, open up the mind and just use my bag differently. systems are just constantly being like just like changed within there and that's the whole development of the iq it's like you know like you know i can i can i can kind of refer back to like and be like damn like just the whole process it just it's, there's just this method to the madness but it's not even madness it's just such repetition and like the the culture mm-hmm. and that like right there everything is a byproduct Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like where I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm in such a great spot. So yeah, right. Fucking good. Yeah, right. It's a pleasure to have you, man. Well, I can't wait for you guys. You, you guys yeah. to come through too. It's like, dude, it's it's, it's all love in there. So it's a lot of people that want to be there and want to succeed and want to see everybody else succeed. It's like, it's what it's it's a part. I feel like I'm in a third world country when I'm in that gym with the team, as opposed to just being somewhere else. You know, or being where we're at. I, I feel like, ah, oh, this isn't what you get on the outside in the general public more often than not. You know what I mean? You get a lot of people closed off, reclusive, mm-hmm. very introverted, not giving a fuck about anybody, just focusing on themselves, keeping their eyes in there, won't even nod at anybody else in there. It's like, oh, what's up, man? Oh, dude, that was your first day. Oh, what's up, my, my name's this. Oh, here, here's my Instagram. Da, da, da. Oh, what are you here for? Oh, are you trying to fight? Oh, no, you might want to in a couple months, but here, you're going to try this, try this class. Let's do these warm-ups. Oh, these are this. Like, oh, you don't have to ask him that. I'll show you this. Like, it's just... It's all inclusive, you know what I mean, and, and it's well intending, and it's um, trying to better people and have them reach their potential, and not and not cap that potential, but mm-hmm. but really uh, open their eyes to like, oh man, bro, you think you're good at this, bro? Watch, watch three months, you're gonna be way better than you thought you'd ever be. Like, mm-hmm. 
it breaks on. it breaks a lot of limiting beliefs down like and like once you keep breaking those down in there then you can kind of apply it towards like out in the outside world too because you're just like wait a second like i've been like mentally fortifying myself with like all this these stressors and like this and that and, like what i felt like i couldn't do now i'm doing that shit and i'm like having fun with it and it's like why can't i do that with other things mm. you know you know so it's yeah. like very it's it's it's, it's it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it's a necessity, bro, like, to be able to move and process. It's a, a like, a philosophical shift, and, and because you're enacting it physically, it's philosophically shifting in your mind how you go about things. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like a reality check yeah. you get to cash in. Every time you hit a checkpoint, it's like a new reality check you cash in, like, ah, that's a new epiphany, fuck, alright, cool, that's reality, great. Alright, cool, then a couple other months, a couple weeks later, you hit another reality check, boom, you just cash in for free right there. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, damn. I love that. All right. Well, we have that game for you, man. So okay. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, it's like a little quick rapid fire. Uh, Crazy. I don't play no games. Yeah. No games. <laughs> uh, I'm going to like this one. So I'm just going to give you a couple of topics to go over. Just give us an answer. It could be quick. It could be a little bit of a backstory uh, around to it. But just let us know. So the first game uh, question we have is overall favorite fighter. Overall favorite fighter. Our like, favorite fighter inspiration. Right, 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 right now for MMA, it would be Corey Sandhagen. Um, for Muay Thai, there's a plethora of them, but um, I would go with right now the most flavor who I really enjoy watching is Jonathan Haggerty. Um, I'm a big Liam Harrison fan, and for boxing, I'll go Arturo Gotti, Muhammad Ali, and Caleb Plant. Oh, you like uh, you like Plant? I like Plant too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've watched Plant for a few years. Um, I really like his extensive uh, amateur kickboxing history. He's an amazing kickboxer oh, as well. You know, question real quick: uh, Is kickboxing like the freaking move right now? Because everyone's saying that like the MMA is great, but like if you want to see worse, sports is the move. And I truly mean that. I yeah. mean jujitsu, but specifically nogi, kickboxing, Muay Thai, MMA as a whole, bare knuckle boxing, boxing. Bare knuckle boxing it, too. Yeah, yeah it, every everything's picking up a lot of fucking traffic okay. right now, and people are. It, the world's becoming much more dangerous, and people are becoming much more dangerous as well. And so it's like, in a dangerous society, dangerous times, what do you need to be? You need to be dangerous. You can't be harmless. Yeah. There's no way to be virtuous if you're yeah. harmless. You know what I'm saying? So like, you really don't know who the fuck you're like fucking across from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't. They could be yeah. like a nerd motherfucker in there and assassin. Yeah, we're yeah. fucking world champ. They'll fucking kill you. Yeah. The whole game is the whole game is that's cool and good to hear. Alright, well the next question is uh favorite philosopher. Favorite philosopher, I would go uh Marcus Aurelius. Um I listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson and uh Nisha. Nisha. Yeah. Um he's difficult to read, but Looking to a lot of good, like a lot of good context there. It, 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 yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of open to interpretation. It's, okay. it's a difficult read for me, but trying. And then, um, was it Dostovsky? Uh, just read the Gulag Archipelago. Oh shit! So, okay. Yeah, that was that 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 was, that's that interesting. Was a, that was a fucking read. Yeah? yeah. Okay. That that's really really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's playing Warzone. I'm like, you even know what the Gulags are? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's, it just shows you where communism and socialism is not the way to go. It's uh, and if you think it is, I I encourage to read. Okay, uh, that's interesting. That's really, really interesting. All right, next one is a uh, favorite fight ever, all time fight you ever watched. 
Oh, that I've seen. Oh, um, see, or even been in. Mike, been Mike, in Mike Zambides versus Chahid. You guys can look at that. It's called the uh, best uh, K1 fight ever. Um, it's an amazing fight. Very, very good fight. Um, as well as, I mean, like, it, it kind of changes, like, every, like, few months or every, like, six months to a year. Because uh, then you'll find one that's like, oh, that was a good fight. <laughs> um, for myself... I mean, everyone that I've, like, accomplished in winning, okay. <laughs> they're one of my favorites. But, um, I mean, I'd say my two my two uh, professional titles. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like, like a, a cl- uh, getting getting those belts and um, attributing that success to, like, my career has been, like, probably one of the most gratifying. Also, because, like, it's, like, this day and age, like, you need clout, you need status. And yeah. It's, like, it, it's helpful. Be like, yeah, it gets a professional uh, two-time champion, like, a world and national. Like, it's pretty pretty solid. <laughs> it gives you that, um, what's the word? Uh, hmm. I can't think of the word. In, no. Was it uh, uh, vindication? Yeah, vindication, but there's another word, too, that um, I can't, and I, I don't know why I can't think of it. The validation, validation, but like uh, that status, like basically that status of people like, oh, this motherfucker's the, guy's the, shit. Yeah. The notoriety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a word I'm looking for. I don't know why I can't think uh, of yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. You'll probably say it off here. Yeah. I'll probably, <laughs> probably think about it. All right. Well, so, okay, cool. So then uh, next thing is your favorite mantra, like favorite quote. Obviously, you listen, uh, talk to Mark Australia. So I would say like this is one that I've told my friends, my loved ones, something I just tell myself, don't let bitch assness take you out of good character. Um, and you can take anything as a self friend, huh? Yeah, like my own like, little thing. It's like, and um, another one too is uh, don't lose what you can't replace. Um, yeah, <laughs> don't lose what you can't replace. And mm. if you need to think about it too hard, it's gonna be hard to replace, it might not be worth it. And don't let bitch assness take you out of good character. It's, oh. it's very easy to be taken out of a out of good faith or good intentions just from somebody else's wrongdoing or however you feel in the moment. It's like you stay in good character, you stay in good faith. So you have a hard time taking on having a good life. I really like. I actually really really like that. That's uh, very applicable right now. Thank very you. very applicable right now. So I like that. Uh, the last question is: one place you want to live in the world? Live? Yeah. So if the United States just got bonkers and you're like, All right, I'm getting out of here, a place that I can call home with a family of my own. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm open to in the world as long as I can um, be a free, sovereign individual. Um, as uh, aside from that, if if I could have a family, when I do have a family with uh, uh under under my own place of being, considering myself, considering it a home or my home, that's where I want to be. I I really don't um not tied down to anything, but as long as it's something I can call my own with my family, that'd be uh that'd be lovely. I like that. So it's not about the destination. Nah. I like uh, that. It's all about the journey. I thought, yeah, I, like, no, I agree with that. Mm, I like that. Slums in India. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some Jaiho. I, <laughs> I don't know. They take dollars. I'm going to eat real fucking good. <laughs> what is it? Some Dog Millionaire? Or not Some Dog Millionaire? There's like a movie. Yeah, slums in India, right? Yeah. Slums yeah. in India. Yeah. Yeah. Slums India. Yeah. I could do India, bro. There's a lot of people there. A lot yeah, there. isn't it? I'm a people person, so I don't mind. Uh, a lot of people's cool people as long as they're cool, like solid people. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers trying to rob me left and right. Like, Damn, that's no, I'm a people person, bro. But like, if I'm trying to go to like the store, I'm trying to go to a little market, and I'm a freaking. But little, if you walk by like yeah. ten potential wives, 
that's bro, I don't true, think, I don't know, but I don't think I'm walking around 10 minutes from I think I'm walking around like 10 or 20 different dudes because their population is crazy. Yeah, oh, it's always crazy. It's, 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 a, lot it's, a lot of it's got, no, a lot of it's men though, too. Uh, a lot of it's men. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we did it all. What is it, Columbia? I think Columbia has a, has a really high, uh, it's like three to one women to men or yeah. something like that. Yeah, They're like, oh, yeah. daddy, come here. Yeah, like, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just bring a bunch of corners, like, hey, my, my passport, bro, right here. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know where I'm going. I'm South America. I'm 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 down. I'm I'm down to make Are a trip. Down, I'm down. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm down fun. to make a trip. Part. Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see the big fat uh, uh, potential. <laughs> Honestly, hey, I, know, I, heard, I heard El Salvador is actually pretty like Ooh, expensive to go to. Yeah, really. Yeah, I heard it's pretty like it's pretty price friendly to El Salvador. And I heard yeah. the girls are quite viscous. <laughs> hey, they got they got some attitude there, but. No, I'm fucking. I'm kidding. You I'm might, you might run out of your fucking hotel room being chased up with a knife, but yeah. <laughs> I live in America. I'm cool with that one. How about we, we stick to climb? We stick yeah. to take the fight with open hands. You know, yeah. Yeah. Grab yeah, shit. yeah, like you know, try and go for like a double A or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's when you'll really be impressed. Yeah. Oh, that was a nice try for the first week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might like you. Yeah. For sure. Well, you have you know, any closing a thoughts? A knife, that's a little much, but yeah. like, I, I like a little spiciness too. Just yeah. Like, you know, just like, oh. Nah, I know, I know. Closing thought is I'm totally against that. I don't need spiciness. I already fight for a living. I don't need to fight when I come home by any way, shape, yeah. or means. I want peace, bitch. Bring me some peace. Yeah, no, no, no. Mm. There, there, I bring you love and dick. There's peace within it because it's like, it's In a home. playful, like, spice. It's like a. It's okay, playful is one thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it. If, no, if, I'm, like, I don't, when shit hits the fan, I don't need a. crazy shit. Like, no, hell no. I don't want. No miss foul. Can you bring milk? No, that's your milk. I was like, when did my girl get fifty? If my girl sounds like that, I need There's some cigarettes in my chains. Puss, go go take the puss. Go take the puss. If my girl sounds like that. She's like Michael Wazowski. 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 Where did we Where did we go wrong? <laughs> We're really expanding into our animated uh, careers, everybody. So just stay tuned for yeah. us. Just stay tuned. Well, man, Cody, you got any closing statements? It's been um, a blast having you on, bro. Thank you guys for having me. I'll do this again. Yeah, and, yeah thank um, you for coming on. Dude, yeah, just just more to come, more to come, more come will come, so more to come, wall to come. Keep it coming, yeah, keep it coming. Keep it coming. That's, wait, that's uh, a what is it? Uh, Kamala Harris, uh, don't come. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> that's really a philosophy. Bro. That's, a, that's some philosophical shit right there. No, I'm gonna come. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm gonna get him. <laughs> uh, well, man, like I said, thank you again for coming on. It's been it's my pleasure. a really thank fun you episode. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you do you guys have anything? Huh. No, I'm, no, I'm good. I'm just ready to kaya. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I, 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 I,
the greatest thing too is the fact that you already know like i am thai like my my grandmother in there you know straight from thailand so i feel like this right here is going to hone into my bloodline so when i go to thailand i'm i'm I'm, I'm about to be ready bro you you about to have me going back like oh he really is thai yeah don't 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 talk what you want to do because i do it two times you want to come to thailand we'll go to thailand <laughs> Foot fetish, big boy. <laughs> You're gonna be a rainy boy after baby. <laughs> what another this is size twelve. Uh, <laughs> all right. My name's Cam. Oh no, no, thank. Like I said, thank you again for coming on. It's been a blast. Until next time, I'm John. It's your boy Matt. It's your boy Shiloh. It's your boy Cody. We out. <laughs>